Tabletop Time. I'm Jen. I'm Chazza. I'm Dave. We're picking up where we left off in Iron's Fire. For those of you who don't know, we roll before we we start a session as to who goes first. Uh, if you roll a 20, you get to pick the order. Uh, and if you roll equal numbers, that's why Rob and I, for the last two sessions, have said at the same time, we both rolled the same number. <laughs> what are the odds? A little bit of random context for you. I'm going to jump straight into it. And the way I'm going to do this session is we're going to open up with Catalina. We're going to do a, a character intro sort of uh, as far as like a recap th- from Catalina's perspective mm-hmm. um, and then we'll go to Delvin and Brick. Um, but just because the party is split um, and we've left it at a very interesting place. But let's let's recap up until that place. Okay, so let me just get back to my notes. Um... <laughs> I've got no idea how to get into the thing. The World Anvil? Yeah, because I'm on go my to, laptop. Go character sheet. It's on there. Okay. Sorry, there was a couple I'll, of I'll, things. I'll find it. There was a couple of things that happened. Um, so I received word back from my mum. Yeah. Um, who said that pretty much everything is, is as it is. Um, but I knew that that wasn't the case because I can decipher her readings. Um, to sort of say that prepare for something big. Yeah. It's all's not well. Um, and then... While we were in town, um, the I think the Grey Guard visitor was at the session before. The smelly. That was one before. The announcement was the one before, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so there were two people that of interest that I wanted to see and one of them was the fortune teller named Elspeth. Um, so I got word from Kale where to find her and uh, went to her house. But there were some Grey Guard inside, three to be in fact, mm-hmm. in- it's worth mentioning your uh, character has used quite a lot of magic last chapter. So you actually have true. one mana left. That is correct, So yes. you can only attempt a level one yep. piece of magic but they have, until you run out. But they have left, I believe. Or are they still around? They've left. They've, They've walked left. out. Yep. So we pick up where we left off. You are in the back kitchen mm-hmm. looking over the overgrown garden of Elspeth's old creaky house. The door has shut and thud, and there's a silence that that descends over the building. You hear a few creaks and groans of the building as it's just sort of adapted to this tumult of of movement. Mm -hmm. But after a moment, when you get your bearings in, while you're deciding what to do next, Mm -hmm. you hear a voice start to speak. Hearken unto the final prophecy on this, my dying sunset. Here heed my words, tamer of hearts, that you may lift the souls of the broken, that they may rise up against the gathering powers of those that conspire with watchful eyes. The shards of sunder stir in their sleep. And shall shatter and awaken as the bonds of old. The shards you carry, the souls that yearn for freedom, shall break also. But with them, the knowledge of the birth of a new age of power shall be known. And the heart of the sparrow that follows be known also. 
The crowns shall be consumed by the fury of their own flames as a new war is ushered in with the rise of the blood moon. Only then will the bonds be brought to balance and the true power within Iron Spire be freed. Woo! That was very cool. <laughs> You burst into a bravo! And the silence depends descends once again as you stand in there. What what do you do? Okay, can I? So, I, do I decipher that I've heard that in my head, or does that sound like it's been echoing? You're in not the quite room? sure, but it, okay, you certainly heard it. You would assume you heard it out loud, but it was different. Okay, it was it was almost like. A wind came with it. Sure. Okay. Cool. Um, Elspeth, can I tell if she's still quite upset or is she kind of calm? You still have a, a lingering hold on her emotions, mm-hmm. um, which you lost during that burst. Oh, sure. Okay. Just completely disappeared as you were overwhelmed by this interesting wave of something you've never comprehended before. But mm. it's creeping back. Uh, it is the dregs of it, so you will lose it in five or so minutes, but you're there. And it's sort of what it was, a little yep. fainter, but um, mm-hmm. a little shaken. Okay. She's she's still a bit upset. And did she react to that? Dejected. Did she? You're not seeing, you don't see any change. She's just sort of sitting facing away from you from what you can see through the little serving window. Okay. I'm going to present myself to her, so I'm just going to walk straight out. Mm-hmm. You walk out. And I'm going to put my hand out. Like, it's like, it's okay. Um, and say that my name is Catalina. I'm here to help. Oh. Oh, hello, dear. You're not with... You're not with them, are you? No. No, I'm not. You... How did... How, how did you get in here, dear? You're not here for a reading or something. It's, I'm afraid it's a terrible time. No, no, that's okay. Look, um, I come as an adventurer... I know there's some stuff that's been going on and I just wanted to check on you because, well, uh, rumour in town is that, yeah, you're a fortune teller. Oh, you're very kind. Uh, Yes, that is how I've made my, well, you could call it a living. I get by. I I say to her kind of vaguely, did you hear the voices before? The voice? Voice, darling? Oh, it's all right. Never mind. In my, in my mind just makes me playing on silly things. You seem troubled, dear. She takes a breath and she, she says, Now listen, if you... If you are being peaceful, I, I could spare a minute or two for a, a reading if it would settle you, darling. She seems to be a little concerned for you. You feel her <laughs> shift her emotions towards you as she sees you. she thinks you you look upset even though you've just watched her be bullied yeah. and <laughs> <laughs> um if you could spare the time that would be wonderful of course dear yes come and while she's sitting up i just want to mention that um i know who kale is yep. and kind of get friendly such with her. a lovely lad <laughs> she sits you down she says oh, hold your hand out and read it and uh she's stroking your palm and your fingers and looking intently. Ah, um, so you're from the, uh, the south. From the, 
I see a city. Mm-hmm. You're from a city. Uh, am I on the right track? A, A, B, 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 C, 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 C. I kind of just, I yes, like maybe yes. nod a little bit. Um, but, mm-hmm. your, your brother um, misses you. He's, he wants me to tell you <laughs> that oh. it's okay. Oh, no. <laughs> Great. I try and keep a straight face as much as I can. Do all like, I feel really bad for this one. Yeah, <laughs> and she proceeds to do a cold reading. Really badly. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. uh, at the end of it, just like she puts her hand down on the table and releases you and says, I really hope you heard what you came to hear, but please do keep what I do quiet. I'm afraid it's getting me into trouble. Of course, of course. I'd, I'd never. Um, if you don't mind me asking, when did you start these readings and telling people's fortunes? That's a good question. All my life, most people haven't even um, taken it very seriously, but um, there are some who certainly uh, uh, owe their happiness to the gift I've been given. Uh, At least the choices that they've made have been empowered in a way that, though not many talk about gods, I believe there are things we don't understand or see, and I feel connected to that in a way that I feel the need to help others with, though I don't fully understand it at times. Did you just come upon this feeling, or did someone perhaps tell you, or I'm how a, did you know? I'm an old lady. I've, <laughs> since I was very young, I, I've had the gift, but like any gift, it has grown over time like a seed. Some consider me a large aged tree in that regard. She sort of, her eyes glimmer as she <laughs> signs out to the window with these like large gl- trees sure. overgrown with this, you know, old garden. Okay. Um, thank you for your time. You've been awfully helpful. Um, I suggest that perhaps you find someone to maybe come by every couple of hours just to check up on you. I'm worried the guards will be back. Yes, well... My children have been checking on me, and I, I, I'll make sure to um, to see to them in the morning and go from there. All right. Thank you-, you for the visit. Do pass my regards on to Kale. Lovely lad. I will. Thank you for your time. Thank you, dear. She, like, pats your hand and sort of, yeah. like, looks a bit vague and looks off into the <laughs> distance. And I leave. Going out the back on the zoo. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you head off back to the inn. Meanwhile, I think we return now to our... Uh, our party returning from a little bit of fishing. So Delvin and Brick, let's recap. Maybe let's, let's start with Brick this time. What is your <laughs> summary of what has happened? Brick, Brick protected the little one as we went fishing. I think you just turned off your... <laughs> no, I turned it on. It's just not very effective because someone has fit a layer. There we go. He's figured it out. Uh, <laughs> Brick and Delvin and the littlest one went fishing with some local orphans. Uh, Brick. They weren't orphans. I, I saw no parents. <laughs> Brick has natural talent with fishing. <laughs> He's natural talent with a few things. He's quite skilled, just not skilled at all. If you look at his character sheet. Um, we went fishing. That was, that was pretty much it. 
All right, Delvin. I'm walking back in the sunset. Yeah. Delvin's... Um, What's Delvin's takeaway from last session? Oh, my actual takeaway from last session was... Yeah. And what happened? I th- I think I might have got through to her just a little bit. I, I just want to see Medela, you know, get to live a bit of a normal life. She's lost so much, so giving her some opportunities for happiness is the best I can do in our journey. I don't know what's waiting for on the other side, but at least I can give her some memories. And as we walk back to the tavern, I'm sort of like just going on and on while with Medela, like, and I know for those, if you find sticking the live bait on the hook a little bit, you know, makes you squeamish. There's always fly fishing, we mm. and just gone talking, de- like going about fishing. The Medela you're walking home with is vastly different from the one you walked to the river with, who was mm. uh, composed and very reserved. And by this time, uh, after introducing her to other children, her age and these activities and that whimsy, she's giggling and quite freely like I'm asking so many questions in mm. that childlike way that only kids can like yeah. every question leads to another question and mm. this is a whole new world that she's actually uh, been willing to open up and ask about and learn about and you seem like this vessel through which she can experience this this new stuff which is really fascinated by so uh, you guys have a very long chat on the way back she's like very animated the last gleaming rich orange of the sunset is starting to fade as you all around about the same time show up to the front of a very busy inn. Uh, I'd say you bump into each other as you're sort of, you know, a stone stone throw away from the inn and maybe veer towards each other to reunite. Hello. Hey, Kat, how you doing? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm all right. Well, um, very convincing <laughs> actor. What's got you so rattled, love? I don't know. I can't really explain it, to be honest. Uh, look, I don't know if you you know, but they mentioned a fortune teller in town. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've heard. I paid her a visit. Nothing to worry about. Nothing like our other friend. You sure? Yeah, positive. How would you know? I got her to read my fortune. She said, I have, I have a brother. I don't have a brother. Maybe she just thought she was talking about me, and I give a big cheesy <laughs> grin. Oh, we're getting close, you know. Maybe that's that's it. Look, if you want to waste the coin, go right ahead. Look, I've got more important things to waste my coin on. I don't know if you noticed the sun, but I'm pretty sure it's beer o'clock. You're right. <laughs> Come on, let's have a drink. I have mud in my boots. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sit outside and Are wash you holding my... the fish? Oh, I gave the fish over. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spend some time cleaning my, my feet and boots before I attempt to go inside. Awesome. You enter an inn that is vibrant and bustling. All the preparation you witnessed yesterday is barely able to contain the rambunctious, buoyant and verbose happenings of the evening. Pick some cool words there for you. Um, There's a a couple of tables of grey guards sort of at the back, like the backseat bandits. They're all like hanging out and crewing and um, all that stuff. There's a couple of Thanissian musicians playing. Uh, fiddle and flute. They're actually dressed in the Grey Guard outfit, so they seem to be travelling with the Grey Guard. Um, and uh, you would assume are squires of the Grey Guard and travel, travelling assistants and then musicians for occasions such as this. Uh, so, yeah, I, I mean, everyone, tell me what you're looking for and maybe roll perception and, and we'll lay out 
and, and I guess if you want to get a seat or whatever you feel like doing, let me know and we'll take it from there. Okay. I want to find a table that will fit all of us. There is one empty table that has been... I want to push my... It has been reserved. It's been saved because oh. it's been booked and paid for. Someone I look over at Del. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> It's been like you even notice like someone like trying to go over and okay. grab a chair and like a, one of them is like not if not for you and walks, <laughs> walks past you. We straighten up. I kind of yeah I nod. Um, I want to get out a piece of paper and I want to try and write down as much as I remember the voice. Yep. And what it said to me. Okay. Cool. I know it's probably only like choice words, but even that. Maybe we should roll. Mm-hmm. A, yeah, trained as a scholar. I feel yeah, like yeah. If there's a, a scholar memory. check or a general knowledge, uh, you're welcome to scroll. Uh, roll between either of those. Even perception, I'd allow. Give me one sec. Um. In the meantime, while she's mm. looking, I um, lean into Medela and I'm like... Her eyes are just, like, wide. Now, I don't know about what it's like back in your homeland. Do you, do you have bedtimes or something like that? We had a schedule. She said. <laughs> well, uh, we got a long journey ahead of us, so damn the schedule. I guess milk's all round for you. <laughs> what is it that you drink anyway? Oh, she uh, says the name of a foreign drink you've never heard of before. Ah, uh, sounds a bit like Here's milk. the celebration. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you don't drink milk. That's awfully bad for you. What would you, would you, would you like then? She... Um, water is. Oh, okay, nice. sure. Wa- water it is, and you can have a feed and everything. But when things get a bit rowdy, I want you to go upstairs and go to bed. All right. She looks. She's t- taking it back. She's not used to a foreigner being in charge of her. Like that's a parent line right there. Yeah. So she goes, and, but given the day. Uh, that has preceded this evening. She's gained respect for you and she nods. Says, uh, uh, Very well. Uh, you understand the, uh, the the locale more than I. Uh, I I will take your advice. <laughs> cool. Um, while Catalina's like leaning with paperwork, I said that louder. And then I, I get like quietly with Medela and I'm like, don't worry, I don't really care about no bedtime. I just didn't want Cat thinking I'm a bad influence. Do whatever you want, kid. <laughs> she giggles and goes to sit down at the table. And she's like, actually, she runs back outside to pull brick in. So uh, your shoes are still wet, so you're barefooted. Um, but Medela's tugging at your sleeve. Yep. I follow her. <laughs> yeah. She comes and she like points at the chair. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I'd like to look around and case the joint a little bit. She whispers into your ear. I want you to order all of the different food because I would like to try much of it. Very well, mistress. I will I will do this thing. And she looks considering considering for a second. She goes, Hmm. Clearly you cannot pay for it. We should perhaps use one of my belongings. I don't know. I've never paid for things in a foreign place. Me either. <laughs> Medela and Brick are over at the table looking confused and talking to each other. Are they with, uh, with uh, the same table as us? Yeah, Medela, yeah. yes, you're all sitting at a table. Did I hear that little thing? Uh, y- y- if you want to have, I'm... Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm just like, um, 
Guys, I've paid for everything tonight. It's fine. I'll, if there's a menu, I'll toss it to Medela. Uh, so she can look at the menu. I lean into Cat and kind of try and quietly say, so Brick doesn't hear me while he's dealing with Medela. I'm just like, should he keeps talking about bloody wet food. Should we, should we get him like some bread and get him to soak it in water or something? <laughs> maybe like a stew. You might be. Well, I was thinking I mean, we could make something that maybe ain't a stew and turn it into a stew. <laughs> Such as get like a roast beef and veg and just put it in a bucket of water <laughs> I mean it's probably better than what he's used to so <laughs> well look I'm just saying should we prank him or not I don't know you won't know the difference let's do it <laughs> I, I like it milk steaks all around <laughs> really really <laughs> oh I love it um, we'll order a bunch of stuff off the menu that yeah. she wants. All right. We'll get yeah. one joke meal for Brick, but yeah. then proper food as well. And Is the it joke going to be milk steak or you got you got something else in mind? A steak served in a piece of milk. <laughs> sure. Why a, not? Yeah. In like a bowl, not? bowl of milk with a steak in the middle. <laughs> Rob not? is so disappointed <laughs> in me right now. Cooked Got to get the reference in there. I'm sorry. Enjoy your milk steak. <laughs> Is the steak cooked or uncooked? It's cooked. It's cooked. Okay. It's cooked in a the cooked? milk. It's boiled in the milk. Yeah. Okay. So the milk's all like anyway. No, see, I don't expect them to actually do that. I just want them to put a steak in some milk okay. and then serve right. it to you in a bowl. So you make your order. Yep. You leave your instructions for the extra special meal for your foreign guests. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Which I'm sure they're probably all into. Yeah, everyone roll a perception because uh, you were a very odd party to enter. So things do sort of quieten gazes. Shift I as see you enter. everything. Oh my god! Yeah, well That's a six. six successes on six, six dice. That's a critical success. That's my one. Okay, good dice cool. Roll for the Noted. Day. Uh, everyone else, Which roll your perception, that please. Doesn't exist. Everyone roll your perception. One, two, three. Three successes for Dalvin. You want to sweep? Oh. Oh, that Holy mo- You have so many dice. Three. Yeah. Cool. Um, Catalina and Dalvin sort of have similar, you know, like a bit taken in by the atmosphere, which is, you know, very welcoming. You do notice some um, everything any normal person would. Uh the back group of um, the Grey Guard, pretty rowdy. They're generally keeping to themselves, but they look like they're having a really good time and there have been a lot of drinks involved, even though it's quite early in, in the event. Uh, there is a ca- someone who looks like a captain uh, in the corner who, uh, Catalina, you recognise, uh, the bearded man who was sitting on the chair opposite of Elspeth uh, this very afternoon... Mm-hmm. Uh, is a little quieter, is a bit separate from the group and is off to the side and he just seems to be surrounded by papers and a little bit, like, frustrated, stressed out, um, but just dealing with stuff. Um, otherwise, the most noticeable things in the room, there's, uh, there's a, a messenger, people who would recognise him as from the Messengers Guild, who is uh, seeming to be a bit of a ladies' man. He's really, like, slender but well-built, and got like that open, low, buttoned-up shirt, and is chatting to like a few barmaids, like in a very sort of you know, yeah. I, I did the spy run uh, three times already. Uh, you know, he's chatting them up a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, as someone Delvin recognizes, uh, a linen trader who is a contact that you thought you might be able to use to help out the people you met uh, uh, first thing this morning. Cool. 
I am immediately going to just say to the group um, exactly that and be like, Oi, I know that bloke. He might be able to get um, you know who out of here. Do you want to go talk to him? I, before I get too deep in my pots and like put a put the cup down and head over to him. And uh, you re, you reunite with Finian Cobb. He's a linen he's a linen trader mm-hmm. um, who's done very well for himself, nowhere near as well as you. So he very highly respects you. Mm-hmm. He winks at you as you approach, and cool. uh, he uh, lets you in on like some of the trades he's been doing, but obviously how that's been disrupted lately and you can just begin chatting, basically filling in about learning at Eden because he was, uh, he lets you know he was actually planning on heading up to the barrows at some time soon. And um, I convey to him that I, as a merchant he looks up to, um, that I'd consider it like it would be a good turn if he got them there safely. It would be like, I basically say that in a future investment I'd be willing to, cut him in on a deal or something that would be profitable to him. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, a merchant make a, make a Make your merchant check. Yep. Let's use this. Let's use this role. <laughs> um, can I roll my perception for writing the notes? Yes. So are you going perception? That's the one you're rolling with? Cool. I'm going to say challenge level four to remember all of it. Mm-hmm. Three, most of it. Yeah, I've got three. Okay. So you don't remember it word for word, but... The general... Three successes. That wasn't a good roll. Three is still skilled. So he's all right. Yeah, it's pretty good. He's not, like, super skilled himself. Mm. Um, So I'd say you adeptly negotiate. You're not on your game. You've Mm. been a harder bargainer before as far as getting people to do what you want, but you're feeling a bit festive, so you take it easier on him. And in the end... It's um, probably also the nebulous nature of the future. It's like, there's no deal I'm specifically... I'll do do you a favour. Yeah. Um, So Catalina remembers quite a lot of the the prophecy. Uh, Should I basically outline the things that you most remember or... Or should you leave us to watch that clip 15 times? I know you're going to be able to, but I'm sort of wondering as far as what the character can recall. Yeah, um, look, if you want to give me, like, cause, because I don't know it word for word, if you want to give me general gists of it. Yeah. Obviously, you could not word for word out of character, but as far as what Catalina remembers, yep. I, I'm going to say that the first part of it, you were a little off guard. Mm-hmm. Um, so hearkening onto the prophecy and blah, blah, blah. You're just like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. Uh, so you, you didn't really take in a lot of what she was saying, except yep. that she was talking, some, someone, something was talking to you mm-hmm. um, directly. It felt very direct. And then there was a something about powers gathering and people who conspire. You mm-hmm. remember the word shards of sunder? Yep. Um, and about something about them breaking and the word bonds came up a few times, the bonds of old. But she referenced shards you carry. So uh, the shards you carry that yearn for freedom will also break. Um, but with them, that there'd be something about a new age of power. Cool. Uh, the... The crown, something about a crown and consumed by flames, which you latched onto as an understanding of the king. That's currently on, yeah. Um, uh, 
but it, it got very dramatic at the end and it felt like it was escalating war, blood moon. It all was like almost cliche in a sense. Um, the true power of Iron Spire tickled my fancy at the end, something along those lines. Yeah. So, um, and that was the last bit was, again, the something about the bonds brought to balance and the true power of Iron Spire be freed. So that's what you know. So it's not word for word. It's basically like the way I just out- described it to you. It does cover most of the points, but it's not like you could recite it. Yeah. But you do remember like 80, 90% of, of all the points. Yep. Cool. Awesome. Thank you. Okay. All right. So perceptions. Catalina and... Uh, yeah, Catalina and Delvin, fairly vague. Brick, meanwhile... Walks in, stands up, uh, all eyes are on him. And one by one, you look around the room and make eye contact with every single person in the room. And you gauge their temperament, their posture, their capability for combat, (laughs) their readiness, their confrontational personality or not. You're certainly sensing a... A looming darkness in the corner where all the grey guards are. There's just an animosity as they look at you up and down. There's something they don't like in you and there's certainly something you don't like in them. There's also a couple of eyes in the room, even of locals, of barrow and looking people who look at you like either disgusted or threatened. That's fair. A couple of people drunk and amused. And uh, at least one woman looking at you like hello big boy <laughs> which is an expression you don't know how to interpret yeah uh i'm gonna let you tell me how you interpret a very enticed look and as the eye contact is made sort of like a blush and like a eyebrow like oh. <laughs> i sit down with the party Okay. I feel like you might have seen that dance before, although I don't know what you were used for as a guard. You weren't like a, a... Did you stand around... Were you more like low tier and then the higher tier ones stand around in like banquet halls and whatnot? Yeah. He's, so you weren't that kind of person. No. Yeah. Okay. Verge. Verge higher tier. Like he's not like out in the, hmm. you know, pulling carts and doing all the agricultural stuff. He was a guard, but not of like high, high yeah. level. So he's more likely to be on the front gate of the banquet, yeah. not in the yes. banquet hall. Yeah. exactly. Okay. There will have been some occasions he will have been in the room where it happens, so yep. to speak, but very few and far between. Okay. Because um, one of the filing call called in sick or whatever. <laughs> I'm joking. Sick. No, they were executed. Anyway, go on. Oh, yeah. Fair. <laughs> um, look, I'm probably going to keep my observations to myself for the most part. Yeah as funny as it would be to role play that little yep. tidbit. Um, but I'm going to try and sit so that I get to face the people that I'm going to view as a danger. Yeah. Um, which would obviously be the, the grey guards. Um, but if I could also keep that woman in my sights, mm. I would appreciate that. Yeah. Possibly the greater danger. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I don't know what she's what she's planning. <laughs> she appears to be hungry. <laughs> Those men in the corner are quite dangerous, but the look that woman is giving me, she is up to something. <laughs> Uh, it should be said too that uh, you got a very good gauge of the Grey Guard in particular. I mean, your role was incredible. That's so you actually lucky. can single out some of the Grey Guards that look completely like friendly yeah. and actually looking at you just like, huh, 
is that what they look like? You know what I mean? Like yeah. quite like uh, but everyone's interested. Yeah. You're a novelty. Uh no one has seen a Phelan call in person in this room, aside from people who regulared the trade routes up to Felton. Yeah. Um, which is really Catalina, and that's it. And then Catalina herself is a bit of a novelty as well. Yeah. So you as a group, oh, let alone Medela. Medela. <laughs> yeah. This very young Woo! Phelan girl sitting down next to the Phelan call, and you guys are centred in the middle of this inn. Yeah. So the new life of the party has arrived <laughs> and you all sit down. Um, and shortly after you sit down, the bartender, uh, your good old friend Kale comes down with fists full of mugs and one cup <laughs> with water in it, slams them on the table, says, we're in for a bit of a, um, bit of a night tonight, but I hope, you, uh, hope you're up for a good time and enjoy our facilities. Thank you so much for your support. Uh, and keep your wits about you. Not quite sure what to think of some of these. But anyways, I like you a lot. And he winks and heads out. Cool. About the time that all the eyes are about to break, Delvin yeah, arrives back at the table. I go to cheers, you guys. I pick up a beer. I'm going to... I haven't had... Yeah, I barely started drinking. I've been interrupted multiple times. Oh, <laughs> pick up a beer and I go, well, I hope you like ale. I've ordered a lot of it. I'll start on this and move to something stronger because I don't want to be pissing all night. And then I, like, <laughs> cheers with an ale. I hold out <laughs> my stein. Is one for me? Yeah. yeah. Three are for you. Okay. Kay, uh, <laughs> They're just, like, dwarfed in my hand. Kale heard what? what you said about what your drink desires were and sort of nods and heads back to go yeah. fix up something next. Cool. All right, you all cheers. Cheers! Yay. And Medela is like holding a cup of water Yay. and he goes in and it's like, shot it. Oh. <laughs> uh, just a whole stein. Am I big enough that that's accomplishable? Okay. She's 14, right? Yeah. All right, Delvin with the mug slides a mug over in front of her too. She like looks at it like. I'm like, if you want to try it, you can have one, but only one. You might get a bit silly if you have more. I'd imagine, I'm just what assuming you- it's your world, but if it's medieval, like people, like in Europe, the drinking age for beer is 14. People yeah, drink yeah, beer. Yeah, yeah, age, no, it's so. not controversial, but um, yeah. she's certainly interested. Old. And she like eagerly takes a big mouthful. And I'm going to walk in my head. Spits it all over the table. <laughs> Delvin just expecting that result. What is that you drink? <laughs> it tastes like, I don't have words. This is disgusting. <laughs> I'm going to be on guard as soon as she spits it out. I'm, like, standing up in my seat. <laughs> you, you're worried about what's in her drink, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. No, mistress, are you okay? Is everything okay, mistress? I think this one is poisoned. <laughs> she slides over to you. We must get... We must get charcoal. That was really weird. That was really weird. Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. It ain't poisoned. The girl just doesn't like the taste of ale. It's quite common and quite funny. <laughs> ale? What is this made of? It's made of uh, fermented... Wheat, you know that's probably fermented. All right, we base. Yeah, it's it's a it's a whole process. And look, I'm not a bloody brewer, but they they get the grain and they make the piss out of it. Not that piss. Uh, it's it's a different. Kale's makes- footsteps approach from behind, <laughs> and he's chuckling. Or is like, don't want to get that wiped up. But if she didn't like that, she don't let her near this one. And she put he puts down this glass of like you know looking like whiskey and like just straight whiskey right in front of Delvin just like gives you a nod. There's it's like giving a, a toddler. <laughs> it's like giving a toddler a lemon. 
You never seen yeah. that? Oh, yeah, yeah. when you yeah. see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, so, can I ask him for a glass of wine? I uh, certainly could uh, see what we have. Uh, I must apologise in advance. It's not going to be up to your Thunisian standards, of course. That's uh, completely fine. We'll have something. I'll see what I can find out. Thank you. And he it pauses and leans in just out of earshot. Now, there's, everyone's quite rambunctious, mm. and, and so it's loud enough that he won't be heard. But he says, mind telling me how checking in with Aunt Elspeth went? Is she all right? I dart my eyes over to the the guard that's the intense guard. Yeah. Um, and I stare at him while I'm speaking to Kale. And he knows kind of what, which guy I'm looking at. I'm like, she's fine, a bit shaken, but fine. I suggest that you check up on her every now and then and maybe just keep your eyes open. I think that things could get worse. Thank you. Thank you very much. Give him a nod. He wanders off. He says, first one's on the house. Oh. And he goes off to, even though everything's prepaid, he won't. Anyway, um, yeah, he, go, he goes uh, off to the cellar and uh, moments later comes back with a bottle for the table, oh. but obviously for yourself and with a nice glass and lovely. pours you a lovely red wine uh, that tastes like bin ends. <laughs> it's just like compared to your palate, like you've had good yeah. Phoenician wine. This is his best wine, but he is like far east from yeah, yeah. <laughs> from your city and... It's not great. I tell him I appreciate the sentiment. And he looks eager, just like, I got you my very best one. I hope I hoped it would serve your purposes. I like strain and like it's 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 yeah. Oh change taste. your own change your own emotions. It. Roll a <laughs> No, I'll let, I'll let this one slide. Okay. He just wanted to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> he walks away. <laughs> like sort of bustling away from himself. So cool. I'm happy for you guys to sort of like let me know what you want to get up to, but otherwise the happenings are you know, the Grey Guard are getting a little little rambunctious. It's all very fun. They're all having a good time. Every now and then one of them will sort of come over to... It seems like there are some relatives or maybe even a couple of new recruits are actually locals from the town, so they might be going back to their family. But you know that there's some sort of intermingling between the locals and the Grey Guard to a degree. Um, that's... Let, the, yeah, sorry, I on. just let time pass and drink until dinner arrives and yeah, yeah. then eat dinner. Sounds the good. Classic pub evening. Perfect. Proceeds until anything important. Your happens. table uh, is filled every inch with every different kind of dish that they serve uh, to a pretty good standard. Um, not like refined dining, but considering the outfit, they're going over and above to facilitate um, the the new travellers that they're taking a liking to. Uh, meanwhile, Finian Cobb, uh, the linen trader, he's left, uh, wandered off and, uh, for an early night. Uh, Beckett, who you learn is the name of the messenger, is like in the corner of the room with his arm around two women. He's <laughs> like talking to nice. both of them at once, like wagging his eyebrows. Uh, the, the music is, you know, kicking up a notch and, and uh, I'm going to say, Catalina, what are your thoughts and Observations watching these gentlemen play quite skillfully, Tennessean artists. Um, oh gee, I'm going to. Are they playing the whole time? Yeah, 
they do have a break for dinner shortly after, but okay. you know, yeah, generally, yeah. Um, I'll go over and have a chat to them while they're eating. Yeah. Um, and say, hello, my oh. name is Catalina. Madam, how are you? <laughs> Good. It's hey. lovely to see another Tunisian in uh, such a faraway place. Yeah. What brings you to these parts? Oh, look, I'm just a trader, so I'm just making my way around and doing the good stuff. You learn their names are Alistair and Skyos. Uh, they seem Ooh. to be brothers. Um, they're travelling together and working together to help out the Grey Guard. Um, they're very light-hearted. Um, they seem to be quite fond of Graydon and, and Greydal, as far as you can tell. And the Grey Guards that they're with, they have, seem to have a lot of respect for them. Okay. And be eager to serve. Um, I ask them, when did you uh, sign up? How long have you been with the Grey Guard? Oh, several years now. Um, my brother joined before I did, and when I learned about the wonderful travelling that they'd been able to do, and uh, also the wonderful knowledge that they that he has gained from travelling with um, with a part with parties in the government, it's been fascinating. Mm. Um, learnings, of course, that we have been dutifully um, sharing with our homeland. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, what do you make of all this? I mean, the, the King of Flames and everything that's going on. Hmm. It certainly seems that we are scratching the mere surface of the amount of things there are to learn. Hmm. Things that none of us could have even comprehended. They're starting to look a little tipsy. Yeah, fair. <laughs> They've been having some bad wine while they're, you know, having their dinner and preparing to play again. Yeah. What, what about you and, and with your travels... Uh, what have you learned with the trade? You were trading, I gather, with Felmore before things turned interesting. Yeah, I, you are correct. Um, look, I'm honestly just making my way back and things have kind of gotten a bit hairy. I try my best to have ties, but it seems like things are a bit tricky at the moment. People's tensions are quite high. Yes, indeed. Tensions will always be an ebb and flow, of course, but... Even though some of the actions of what people may do with certain knowledge would be detestable, the knowledge itself is not to be detested. The display of power... You're all talking in Thanissian, by the way, so mm. you're confident you're not being overheard, even though you are keeping quiet. Yeah. The display of power that the king demonstrated in the several places that faced his fury was immense and immeasurable, but the fact that that power exists... And we don't yet know how to tap into it. Mm. We believe the closer we get to the king and his people, the more we can learn. Mm. And he Indeed. sort of looks like he's being very measured about his uh, their joining the Grey Guard. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> cool. Um, I'll lastly ask: Has he or oh, either of them seen any of this been displayed? Magic. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Alistair's eyes light up. You wouldn't believe some of the things we've seen. It's incredible. Mm. The girl, just this morning, made things float with her mind. It was incredible. Small things, Mm. fledgling power, but this power is real. It seems, says Skyos, from what we can gather, this is a power that is both always existed but also re-emerging somehow, like it's gotten stronger, Mm. at least from its recent emergence and 
bursting in certain places. Mm. Yes, it would be interesting to see the demographic if it affects younger people or older people. Um, what did the girl look like? Was oh. she in your care? Oh no, uh, we believe she's staying at the other inn. Uh, that's where the the Iron Guard are, um, and they, I believe, will be rewarding and celebrating with her and her family. Uh, and then uh, they'll be taking her off in the morning back to the capital. Oh, what time do they leave, Jeff? I assume you're maybe going with them. Oh, we'll be staying here with the Grey Guard. Oh, okay. It'll be the uh, the general uh, and his company that will be escorting her back. Does he point to who that person is? He's not in the building. Oh, okay, cool. The general, so the captain of the Grey Guard is in this room. The general who made the announcement at the proclamation is staying yep. at the bigger inn with okay. his company, which is a much fancier inn in this town. Yep, okay, cool. No worries. So from what you gather, uh, he's treating her and her family to a feast and a celebration of their loyalty to the king mm-hmm. and discussing what will happen from here and blah, blah, blah. Yep. Great, and they're leaving tomorrow morning. It's also, you, from what you can tell, proving to serve as a demonstration to anyone who catches wind of it that they were treated very, very well. Yeah, yeah. For uh, proclaiming their loyalty. and In hopes that they get more recruits. Yeah. yeah. But um, Alistair leans over before mm-hmm. you start, sort of start to turn away and says, as much as they might, might be treating uh, the family with riches and... The reward. I don't think it was a choice that they out, outwardly or inwardly wanted to make. Mm. Just one that they didn't have any other options. I kind of like pause and think about it and I say, well, thank you for your time, gentlemen. It's been wonderful talking with both of you. Thank you. Uh, we hope you enjoy the rest of the music, mistress. Thank you. Okay. Um, I'll go back to the table. I turn to Delvin. How's Delvin at yeah, this point? How, how, how many drinks down are you now? <laughs> well, it's, we just have dinner, so probably like three. Okay. I'm not. I've, you don't get pissed before you eat. Yeah. I mean, I'm three's plenty. I look at you, Delvin. Eyes focusing. Are you, are you all there? I, of course, I'm all there. Just checking. Um, there's something I want to speak to you about. I we can speak. Is there people are still quite? perceptive of what we're doing and talking about. Everyone's generally sort of taken to their own uh, liveliness and activities. A few people every now and then make a remark you can overhear or sort of like catch a glance. You actually notice the uh, the ladies' man in the corner uh, mm. is no longer sitting with those two women who seem to have left, but he's like catches your eyes, you're walking to the table and sort of like ups and downs you. <laughs> um, and takes a swig of his drink. Okay. <laughs> I I look over at Brick. Are you poking at your milk steak or have you finished? <laughs> I would have if, if yeah, I'll say yeah. I'll have eaten it by now. Okay. It's How did you how did Brick feel about his milk steak? It's it's these people in the East they do not know good food. There's no seasoning, no salt, and everything is too wet. <laughs> <laughs> wet meat. Am I right? Um, <laughs> Medela's like it's so good time in the sun. I turn to Medela and I say that, have you ever partaken in a tavern dance before? I don't 
know what you... So I'm going to stand up and then go over back to the uh, Alistar and Skyos. Skyos, mm-hmm. yep. Um, I'm going to pay a bit of a coin and say... I want you to play like the typical tavern song that everyone knows and gets like it Bohemian yeah. Rhapsody. Not Bush. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that gets everyone up and dancing pretty much. Yeah. Or like slamming beers and yeah. stuff. Great commotion. Yeah. And everyone's sort of like got happy tummies and feeling like nice buzzing after a few drinks and this music starts and, you know, the one playing the flute has their has his foot on a stomp this time Great. and it's got a bit of a kick happening. The other Fantastic. has a tambourine while he's sort of like playing away. Okay, great. And does everyone seem like they're getting into it? Yeah, people great. start standing up. Even the grey guard, a couple of the grey guards start standing up. And, uh, Fantastic. Captain Captain Hale uh, seems to be sort of like leaning back in his chair, just sort of like, like, cool. you rascals. <laughs> you know, like, I, gauging the scene a little bit. Yep. I tell Brick that you should take Medela and have a bit of a dance. She might not get this opportunity again. Brick does not know any dance except the dance of battle. It's the best thing about a dancing in a tavern. No one can dance. <laughs> Why don't you lead the demonstration, Catalina? It is not well perceived in my culture. Lucky, lucky we ain't in your culture. I stare at you. What is it? Consider it a cultural exchange of sorts. You know, go take the girl and have a dance. This far too suave gentleman sort of walks up behind. Oh, no, this is not what I intended. (laughs) And he holds his hand out. It's like, did I hear you uh, request this lovely rambunctious dance music, madam? Because you have a wonderful taste in music, might I say, uh... I would like to offer you this dance, if you're willing to take it. No one bloody comes and offers me a dance. I point it. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, sorry, your uh, husband... Yes. <laughs> Roll deception. <laughs> that was an amazing response. I ain't getting up and dancing. <laughs> Oh no, oh no, come on, load. Why isn't it loading? There we go. Oh boy. That's still an eight. I can do this. Still an eight. Oh boy. Yeah. That's not a- I failed this before. Challenge of five. Six. 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 Yeah, wow. You got six. Okay, well, he hasn't even got enough dice. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm so sorry. I, I occasionally have talked about I have something I need and- to discuss with you outside. Darling. It's, it's alright, <laughs> right, mate. You can take it for a dance if you want. No harm needed. I'm not I, that sensitive. I kick you under the table. <laughs> ah, yeah, of course. I'm sorry. I, 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 yeah. Don't she's... worry, darling. I don't want to get between mum and dad. And he sort of like wanders off and is like, you're lost. Yeah, if you want to do dance, was it to the death or the first blood? <laughs> I, I like rubbing my shin. I'm just like, I think it was the first blood break. <laughs> what do you want? Outside. Oh, fine. And then, like, as I stand up, I go, wait, and then lean back and grab like, my cup from the table. <laughs> right. And then, like, sway it out of the tavern yeah. between people who are dancing right. now. Yeah. And we get yeah. outside. We outside. Just the two of us? Yeah. Oh, oh Brick, Brick can come if he wants, but mm. I imagine you probably don't want to go without the daily. Yeah. 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 All right. What okay. is it? Um, I walk down the side of the tavern. Okay. And, like, keep walking. I follow you. I 
undo the front of my pants and start pissing I on the wall. I turn around. <laughs> What is it you wanted? <laughs> he broke the seal. Um, you remember us being at that big announcement where they said that they had found people that displayed, you know, things like that kid that we found. Uh, sure. Let's say I. Let, let's say that I do. Okay. Well, there is a girl and she's in the other inn and as far as I'm aware, she's being presented with this huge feast and they're off in the morning. I'm a little bit worried about her. Well, you had to volunteer, love. Sounds like she's made her bad. Aren't you worried at all? What can we do? It's the Iron Guard. I suppose... Look, she she volunteered. We caught that. I say it, drop quietly. Finish my business, turn around. Um, we managed to, you know, stop the boy making a stupid decision, but we can't save them all. There's going to be towns all over the same thing happening. Some of them, well, they'll say yes, and some will say no. I, I, I want to help, but I just don't see what we can do. A name. Can we at least just get a name? Find her name. We could find that from anyone in town. Will you help me? I mean, sure. Ain't gonna be hard. Uh, I'll go get another drink then. And head back into the tavern. Okay. Like, is that all you wanted? Yeah, it is. Good stuff, Cat. You're a good egg after all. Egg? <laughs> a good egg. It means you ain't a shit bird. I don't know. Let's go and walk inside. Bird? I don't know. <laughs> and then we, I walk inside. I go straight up to um, to like the closest town person, and I'm just like, "Oi, mate! How is it? What's the name of that broad who got the magic powers that signed up with the bloody people? Oh, girl, you're talking about the Fletcher girl. Yeah, what's her name? I don't know her fucking name. Oi, who's the Fletcher, mate? I go to the next one. <laughs> Just no, no, at all. Yeah, you go one by one, and eventually you find someone who's like, "Oh, oh yeah, um, uh, May? Is it May? I think it was May. May, May Fletcher. Oh, Fletcher, the name, of course. Being a Fletcher, that makes sense. You family, you know her. No, I just want. Well, she's a bloody magic man, woman, magic person. <laughs> She's a magic person, so I just wanted to know who the hell had magic powers. I grew up here a long time ago. Did you see it? Because I was looking away right at the wrong moment, and I hear nothing but it, and now I'm sad. I was fishing, mate. I missed a whole lot. That's all I don't know. We have the worst luck. What did did she say that she did? Something floating stuff. She floated. Picked up a rock with a mind or something. Well, the kids were floating in the stream. It's not very bloody fancy. Well, it was no stream. It was mid-air, as far as I can tell. Floating in mid-air. Like a rock. Like, picked up did a rock. Did she what, just lift... Oh, a rock! She yeah. didn't just lay on her back and start floating in the middle. Oh, no. okay, right. Um, that's bloody odd, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't see it. Well, between you and me, and I lean in close to him and just, like, take a swing. I mean, between you and me, what the hell's the point of a floating rock? The only good they have is being heavy. Well, I don't know. Seems a bit useless, but... You can't do it, so I guess I can get special. Aye, but uh, if I could do it, I'd be first one to sign up to get that treat she's getting. Aye, Her and our family, they're set up for life. Aye, good pay for floating some rocks, am I right? And then we move on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I woke up and I'm like, 
Brad's name's May Fletcher. <laughs> and then go straight past to the bar and another drink. That's amazing. Um, meanwhile, while you, said, uh, you guys had gone out and discussed and this is all happening, a blushing, tipsy woman... That's very sinister thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably more okay. tune. Sort of like uh, trips over herself a little bit because she seems really nervous, but so like walks up beside you and says, um, have you ever danced? You seem like a, a foreign man. A lot of one, if I might say so myself. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't roleplay amazing? Oh, I'm so excited for this. <laughs> hey, Rob, eye contact. Let's do this. <laughs> That's where we have our lines in our veils, and no one brought up any issue with romance, so. <laughs> From a young age, we are taught to dance uh, the spears and the sword. Wow. But I seem to be unfamiliar with the dancing you are talking of. <laughs> well, I'll show you my dance, and then you show me yours with your sword. She's had a few drinks and she you can see in the corner of the room a few of her friends have sort of like, you know, they'd obviously been chatting for a while and they're sort of like watching as she's uh, making her move. Well, you must admit, I'm not as practiced with the sword as I am with my bardache. <laughs> bardache? What's that? Oh. Yes. He's a part of shit. <laughs> Her eyes glaze over. She's like, well, that's very large. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's like, well, come on, dancing or not? I'll show you. It's not really anything scary. Do we rock up at the table about any time soon? I'd say, yeah, like right when right she's when trying she's to pull him that. up. Yeah. I, I just watch this scene. I like slide into the table with drinks, uh, more drinks. I've got like six drinks. The slide into the table and I push a mug over to her and I'm like, what's your name, love? Um, Mildred. Mildred. Well, um, Medela, the young one, uh, Brick, she wanted to see a dance. Maybe you should demonstrate it with this lovely lady there. Oh. Oh, we can start tame. That's fine. <laughs> oh, you may be a <laughs> start tame, but don't end tame, right? <laughs> well, don't give me away that quick, she says. I, 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 I'm going for subtlety, don't you know? <laughs> Come on, you, enough dilly-dallying. She pulls you up and starts like... It is not my decision. Mistress, uh, do I have your leave? She's like wheezing and like nodding. She's like, go, go, go. (laughs) She just wants to... She just wants to watch the show. She'll be fine. Oh, it's lovely that you have children. (laughs) I like a man willing to be committed, if you know what I mean. My last three weren't. I, I stand up with my vatache with me. <laughs> uh, and you... I follow her. Her to the middle of the dance floor. Yep. She starts dancing around you uh, much closer than you might have expected. Mm-hmm. She seems to be occasionally at opportune moments uh, making sure parts of her body are okay. um, against you. If I notice anything that... A lot of people are watching you, by the way. Yeah, that's fair. Um, 
if I notice that she's potentially getting too close to me in a way that I might perceive as me having a like a combat opening, yeah. I'm going to react. Roll a perception check. Uh, have you been drinking? Not as much as Delvin. Okay. I'm going to say challenge level two for you, this perception check. Okay. There is no threat. She no, is... No, like anything at all that could be perceived, not as a threat, but no, as no. if we were fighting oh. and I had an opening. Completely uncoordinated. You she have is. every opening possible. No, am, am, do I, am I leaving an opening? No. Well, do you want to? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know what she's doing. If she's getting close to me and I might perceive the fact that if she's that You've close... You've seen noble people and traders and stuff be frivolous. Mm. Uh, so you know it's not combat. You're not that removed from reality, but um, well, yeah. you've never experienced this before. So your only lens through which to interact in a person-to-person physical connection is combat. So uh, your interpretation of that as a character is entirely up to you. Yeah, I'm, I'm just thinking, if she's done something that the brick might perceive as like a potential opening for her to do something, then yeah. I'm going to be very forceful in moving out of that position. Yeah, as look if, what, As if it's this weird dance where she's obviously into him and trying to get closer, and he's okay. just being like, no! Yeah. Um... <laughs> You don't perceive anything as a threat, but every now and then maybe she does sort of get a little too close to vulnerable places and you yeah. you shift and you like, yeah, yep. are quite adept at sort of like sidestepping and, yeah. oh, got quite the shoes on you, dude. Oh, so she says, indicating at your bare feet with, with little bite marks all over them. Dancing is all footwork. <laughs> yeah. And uh, people are sort of getting pretty lively. A few of the people who seemed threatened by you at first are actually really like, some of them are merry and like, seem to have really soft. Even some of the grey guards mm-hmm. seem to be like, oh, I guess he's, that's, that seems all right. You know, he's okay. joining in. They're not like, you know what I mean? Yeah. The reservedness some of these people had uh, seems to be ebbing away a little bit. Um, the door sort of bustles open um, and a group of very rambunctious people celebrating clearly on the piss like they've been drinking for a while and about town and flush. Uh, the guy at the head of him, a heavily bearded balding man, uh, slams a coin purse on the table and says, round of drinks for everyone! <laughs> and everyone's like, yeah! Everyone's cheering. Including Galvin. Who Including has Galvin. all his drinks but gets excited. Even not free drinks, yeah. Um, and a lot of the people recognise him. He's the local blacksmith. Uh, Brick, you recognise him from first thing this morning. Ah, He's recently flush with cash uh, and has a large group of people, uh, mainly men, very boisterous and celebrating. They've been a bit like, you know. They've been out on the town on our A bit rowdy. And there is also a little bit of a settling, a little bit of an immediate hush. There's a bit of a glare. There's an immediate sort of sizing up between this new party that uh, enters and the table of Greyguard. Because he clearly steps in and, he, and then he says, except for them. And so he's shouting, everyone drinks except for the Grey Guard. So he's making a statement. Yep. I keep dancing, I guess. And then he looks at you and sees Medela and nods, like looking at his purse, just sort of chuckles and turns to the side. All right. I'll continue dancing, doing what continues. I'm doing. I, I'm going to be keeping an eye out on Medela, making sure everything's all right. Yeah. Dancing is not my first priority, so. She's off to the side, clapping and very amused. Starting yeah. to get a little bit late. Uh, do you guys have anything else you wanted to add before things progress a little bit? 
Um, I'm actually going to go retire for the night. I'm <coughs> not a huge party person, so I'll say I'm off. Delvin, take care. I'll see you in the morning. Yep. Enjoy your night. Well, you're off already, love. You haven't even had a dance yet. Oh, I'm completely fine. I've got a bit of a headache. I'm going to go rest for a bit. And leave me all alone? <laughs> what are you talking about? I t- down at the stable looking after my dealer and all that stuff that I've got to do. And I'm meant to be the responsible one, you know. I don't think I can be the responsible one. I, I think that you'll be forgiven tonight. It's fine. You gotta keep an eye on the girl. Someone's had I, a good time. I look over at Brick and does he seem pretty functional? Yeah, as you're sort of assessing, uh, Makua, the blacksmith, sort of wanders up to the table. Here we go. Yeah, right. He's got a bowl of stew and he plonks it on the table in front of Medela. Now, Brick would be very aware of this approach. If he was approaching her, I yep. would approach him. He's a, yeah, he's approaching. Um, I'm going to say just by distance and the fact that Brick has let his guard down a little bit and he's obviously been com- told to be doing this activity, he probably misses this one. Well, at least, like, uh, Makur approaches. He's not, like, actively th- being threatening, but he arrives at the girl before you do. He puts a bowl of stew in front of her, says... I heard it's your favourite. I was, I was mine. Medela, I'm, I'm like, respond. Oh no, that's me. Medela's like, oh, um, well, this is a weird bloody exchange. Then, is you two know each other? Well, you see, she's really a fan of expensive meals, and uh, I thought she might want seconds. He says, waggling his eyebrows at Brick, and is like. Did you uh, did you want to pay up for this one now, then, or uh, or later? And he like wipes his nose. Do you two have a pretty existing relationship? Oh, let's just say they're indebted. You guys should run up a debt. I'm a very gracious host. I'm gonna tell him a dealer. I'm like, all right. I think it's time for us to uh, go upstairs. I think that. That's she nods and sort of shuffles off to the side. It's like, oh, can't you take a joke? <laughs> and he like. Sl- Hits the table and accidentally swipes the stew and it sort of spills all over the floor and a couple of the bar staff are like, hey, don't you make a mess of this place. And it's like, I'll make a bloody mess of what I want. This is my town now. <laughs> I'll take Let's it. these bloody bastards get their greasy hands all over it. And there's a, it's clear that something is sort of starting a little bit because mm-hmm. um, some of the grey guards are like, are getting quiet on looking over him and he's clearly like agitated. Mm. So you were saying... I'm going to usher her upstairs and look over at Brick to make sure that you're okay that I take her upstairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll okay. usher her upstairs. I'd love it if someone would explain what's going on. Oh, it's a really simple story, actually. Uh, you see, these two foreigners broke into my house this morning, what? stole the breakfast off my table, and think they can walk in my town and... Claim it's their own. What is it with everyone thinking they can walk in my town and claim it as their own? How long have you been here, eh? Just a day? Feel pretty special. People come in and lay down a red carpet down at your feet. I've been here since the day I was born. 
and I'll be here till the day I die. I stand up drunkenly and like get right up into his face, but in like a drunken, not an aggressive way, like a drunken. And then I, when I'm really close to his face, I'm just like, mate, I, I grew up in this town too. And I was kicked out of it by the, and then I nod to the gray guard and I'm like, to those pricks, not to this big lad. I think you got the wrong enemy here, mate. I think, I think I have a better grasp on outsiders than you. You seem to have fraternized a bit too much. You know what this boy is, mate. Where'd you get that coat? How'd you make that money, eh? Made it. You walk into people's houses and take their breakfast too? Trade it for a higher price? Mate, I keep people like you uh, in work. I'm a blacksmith, you know. And who do you think buys your goods and sells them? The locals. You want to get in a fight with a baron? That's not the right fight, mate. We're of the same blood of the same town. I'll get in a fight with anyone who fraternizes with outsiders that take my town away from me. And just because you wear a fancy coat doesn't mean you can push me around in my own town. I ain't. And you're coming with big friends and money. I don't care how many friends you have and how much money you have, he says sort of loudly to the tavern as a whole. Oh, he's a very loud man. He's a very loud man, I say. <laughs> I can be loud too, mister. I be doing bloody loud noises. Fucking sit down and don't have a drink. You try and make a mickey out of me. Oh, what are you going to do? But you lay hands on me, this guy's going to snap you in fucking half like a twig. <laughs> Pick your battles, big man. It's your town will be pissing off in the morning. You got these, and I point to the Grey God, to deal with for the rest of your life. And we're going to be out of the place tomorrow. You never see us again. He looks around. It's just like... Even though I might be here till the day I die, I resent the place this is going to turn into. And I speak to anyone who calls himself a Graydon, true Graydon, coming into our place. These are the, this is the place of the battles it always was and it always will be. And even if you're barrowing, you ain't a true one. If you let these people in, let them s- steal your greedy soul with their money. Sorry, mate, so I've got one thing to say. Shut sure, you with your small no, mouth. Shut did up. you fucking say you grew up here? The fact you're still here means that when the Graydon kicked us out of this town, your family said, oh, yes, I king. I owe nothing to my oh, mother and yes, pa. king. And we were kicked to the barrels and grew up there, I so you ain't my pa out for doing this and that. You know what? Staying here and taking it back for grade, for the barrels means I'm a more loyal barrel than you will ever be. Oh, good. So you keep being that and keep fighting the good fight, sir, because I'm going to get another drink and then I just start walking off. <laughs> he looks like really flustered. He came in here for a good time and he was like really annoyed. He's like, oh, come on, let's just get out of here. It's, it's lame party anyway. Now that the Graydons have taken over. Bloody Grey Guard, more like lame guard. <laughs> oh. And uh, one of the... Um, one of the grey guards has like gone out to take a piss and was like walking in. Oh no. And as this man, Makur, and his group are walking out, they like bump into each other. Uh, and Makur punches him in the face. <laughs> and the whole table of like grey guards stands up and like a couple of them 
pull the like half draw their swords, but it it didn't escalate. It's just like a punch, and this guy like sort of falls down to his feet. Clearly, he's drunk. So you mm. know, but they they're just walking through. It's like don't don't stand in my doorways or in my town without my permission. He shouts back, and he walks out. It's like you're all a bunch of traitors anyway. And he leaves. Dang. Uh, the room is like fairly quiet. The music is sort of paused. Uh, even though like the musicians are sort of like, do we play? <laughs> are we done? <laughs> Delvin spins around at the bar to the empty room and he said, did he pay for your round of drinks after all? Does the bartender respond? Yeah, he paid up for it. Free booze, everyone. Come on, get the music playing. Let's have another. <laughs> All right, they keep back into it, and like uh, people a are a bit, a little bit shaken. There's where the boundaries were starting to loosen; mm. they seem all instantly tight all over again. Um, there's a tension all over again between mm. sides that this man seems to have created, reminded people of a rift that perhaps some realised maybe there should be. Uh, so people are getting back in their place. There's a few look a bit disappointed. Uh, the the barrel woman who was dancing is uh Far too drunk at this point, but also a bit too shaken. It's like, um, the, f- the flirting sort of subsides and she mm. wanders away with her friends. God damn it. Well, it's so sort of the point in the evening was a where... a unhappy man. Yeah. Medela heads upstairs with Catalina. What the hell are you doing stealing from him? Well, I was just following little mistress and making sure she was safe. And why'd you let her break into a building? The door was open. We did no breaking. <laughs> you don't go places you're not allowed. You should know that better than anyone. It is not my decision. She's not grown. It matters not. It does. She I... is my mistress and I will do what I must to protect her. <laughs> Sometimes protecting her is stopping her getting in the dangerous situation, not bundling in with her. <laughs> her safety was never compromised. This time. You know, Brick, I know you're trained in narrow ways, but safety is more than just whether or not you're bleeding or not. Sometimes safety's in your mind and your heart. And do you think that she felt safe tonight? Then that is up to her. I would not deem to cast judgment on that. But it's because of you. So maybe have a think about that. Because you let her do that instead of having a little soft, maybe we shouldn't go into that person's house. Sounds like it's caused her whole night to get turned on its head. And she'll remember that. She won't remember now the fun that we had earlier. She'll remember the screaming man in her face. It is still not my decision to second-guess mistress's judgment. Well, you better learn to make some decisions, mate. Or else you're going to be quickly led down a bad path. I did advise her we should not walk around town, but she was quite insistent. (laughs) She's just a kid, mate. Be that as it may, she is my mistress. Uh, I feel like that conversation has taken three drinks out of me. And now I've turned into the old saying, you gotta fill the whole bloody barrels before you can drown our sorrows. And then I go off to the bar and grab another drink. (laughs) You drinking with me, Brick? Or am I alone again tonight? If you will require company. I. I do. Then let us drink. And, um, I get you a drink, 
and then I go over to the table of the girls that are she's way too drunk and her friend, <laughs> and I'm just like they almost like were at the stage of like starting to pack up or whatever as you approach they sort of like seem dejected and like oh well that's the night spoiled then um I I'm like I walk over I'm like you're leaving already well why would you have in mind well you think this is the first you let one big oaf come in here and ruin your night I don't let that ruin my night there's uh plenty of hours before the crows start calling you up for a dance then, love? Oh, you'd see how we dance in the barrows. I'm quite light on my feet if I aim a bit heavy around the middle. <laughs> well, as I've heard, there's not a lot of room to move around in those uh, hovels. But uh, how do you do a bow surface? Uh, <clears throat> well, why don't we all find out? And I invite them all over to the table and try and encourage Brick. The energy's picking up again. They, they're opening up a little bit. Um, cool. Yep. And I, I will expend my evening trying to bring the bar back into that thing, yep. get hideously drunk to the point that I couldn't actually manage to do anything with anyone, trying to push all the attention onto Brick with every effort being to break down his goddamn barriers. You do not happen, small man. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta try. Gotta try. Uh, through the evening, uh, I'll, I'll come back to that. Let's let's go with Catalina, because you've walked upstairs with Medela. Yeah. Um, so I'll put her into bed if she's happy to go to sleep. So she's got, I'm going to say, um, you have three rooms. Mm-hmm. Uh, Delvin has the penthouse. She's <laughs> got a room to himself. Um, Breck, Catalina and Medela, I would assume you could have your own rooms each and Breck could stand guard, but that would be another night without sleep. So uh, as far as the best thing to do, perhaps she, I, I think it might be a discussion for both of you to have. Um, Brick will stand guard for me uh, to keep me safe in these strange environments. I kind of look over at Delvin's room, but I'm like, mm, probably not the best idea. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I just pick one the room that I was have been residing in and say, um, where would you like to sleep tonight? I, uh, can we make sure the doors are well shut. Absolutely. I'm a little, um, I miss home. I lead her into her room and I'll sit down with her and tuck her into bed. Um, and I say, well, did you have a good night? Did I have a good night tonight? Yeah. It's a bit like asking if you had a good meal when somebody had squirted something hideous in it. It's hard to think of the meal as enjoyable when awful things happen. Yeah, it it can be sad and disappointing. There is a lot of people with a lot of heartache, a lot of anger. But we can't let that spoil the good times, right? The world is full of so many emotions. Unfortunately, sometimes it's a little too small to deal with them all. But... We can't let it stop us, right? I hope not, she says. And she starts to weep and she puts her head on your shoulders. And I'll give her a hug. Through her, through her whimpers, she sort of said, I miss my mama and papa. No. She starts crying. Okay, I'll hug her um, and say that... Sometimes you need to actively read emotions, but sometimes mm-hmm. your gift enables people's emotions to read you. 
to reach you. Mm-hmm. You don't need to roll, but you can... She, it's basically her emotional force is just like grown to you so you can read her. Mm-hmm. And she is just... You know, she's in a lot of pain and she's yeah. really scared. Um, but she feels really... She feels very grateful to have people that she feels she can trust. I'm going to, like, comfort her. Like, stroke her hair and just make her feel like she's being held and being loved. Um, And then I'm going to say to her, hey, you know, seeing Brick dance tonight, that was pretty funny, wasn't it? She, like, wipes her eyes a little bit and is like, he's very clunky (laughs) for someone so coordinated with his weapons. Yeah. I wasn't sure what kind of person would take a fancy to him, but... Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Hopefully he can dance again. Maybe we might have to show him some dance moves. That would be nice. <laughs> that would be funny. She nods. She's very grateful. She's like, she yawns, stretches. And mm. she's like, I should go to sleep. Thank you. Um, thank you for bringing me into my room. I ask if she's going to be okay. Of course, she says. But as you feel the lingering remains of her emotions, she is uh, terrified. I'll stay here. You can go to sleep. Nothing's going to hurt you. You'll be completely fine. Um, And while she's kind of dozing or trying to sleep at least, I'm going to get out a parchment and paper and write something. Yeah. And just keep an eye on her while she's doing that. Okay. You sit at the foot of her bed. You're writing on her piece of parchment as she quite quickly falls asleep but it's not a restful sleep yeah she starts to be a bit fitful okay what do you write so i want to write um i want to write to my mother again and i basically want to make this as cryptic as i can to say that there is a girl coming and her name is may fletcher um these are her abilities and i'm worried because they seem quite advanced Please keep her in like, your thoughts, or, or if you can let me know. Yeah, she, she can float an entire rock. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yeah. Cool. So I want to try and basically set up, but try and be as cryptic as I can because obviously this is very important information. Yeah. And I only really want her to know about it. So I don't know if I need to roll something in order to make that. I, I think that's yeah, that's Doable. perfectly fine to do. Yeah. Cool. I, I think you would know to use your um. Thanissian style of language, especially communicating to your Great. to your mother to make sure it's um, legible between the lines, so mm-hmm. to speak. But you you can draft that and send me to that off stream and sure. then we can see that. Beautiful. Um, meanwhile, we return to the room hmm. downstairs. It's lingering. It's starting to get late. There's half the amount of people that there were, but there's a bit more liveliness. Things have eased a little bit. The tension is still there. But approaching you is Captain Hale. He's uh, had a couple of drinks, but he's not participated in the rambunctiousness. So you're, okay. look, you're looking My pretty out of it. focus. Hello. He sort of walks up. He holds out his hand. Hello, sir. And I put my hand in his hand. He shakes your hand and says, I'm Captain Russell Hale of the Grey Guard. Been assigned to this locale. You mentioned you were a local once. You are a local. I, I was a local before your fine companions burnt my family's house down and sent me packing into a pit of shite. I... I'm sorry that uh, 
you have ill feelings towards the commands of the king. That, of course, is outside of my understanding or control, but what I do know is you seemed like someone concerned about bringing peace uh, to a tentious moment. And as someone who is assigned to this town to oversee its protection, I'm grateful for that. It's a fine example of how a baron could live at peace with a Graydon. After all, we're quite the same, aren't we? Well, I don't know if you've been out in the alley with me, but um, we all piss out the same holes, don't we? I... <laughs> Now we're talking. Delvin is disgusting everyone when he's drunk, I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me buy you a drink. Uh, a drink? Uh, I uh, I appreciate, you know, well, I guess... He sort of walks past you and <laughs> grabbed a drink. Okay. Um, and he hands it to you and he says, from the king. Oof. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You rolled a 15, was it 15? Yeah, I did roll Destiny a 15. Roll. So Delvin, that? that was where the, the outcome of this was going to be good for Delvin. I always treat it as yeah. 20 is high for when it's a self-roll. So I basically rolled to see how how drunk is he, how how well mm. is he willing to hold himself and do the sensible thing. Yeah. And Delvin takes the cup. Uh, a fine example, uh, and one I wish to learn from. I don't mean to come in here and tread over the traditions or the history of your of your kinsmen. I, if anything, I think there is much we can learn from each other. Uh, and I long for a world of peace, and though we all come from many walks of life, there's a lot to this life in these walks that I think we can bring to each other. It is a shame that the embers have risen in such a shocking way. But the king I serve has always brought good for all, though for some it's been hard to see. I certainly hope to bring that good on his behalf. And he, he, he actually like seems like a really sincere guy. Hmm. He really means to come in and be respectful. He's bank- making that really clear, and he's trying to mend uh, a rift. And he saw you as a bit of a, an opportunity to do that, so he's hoping to take that opportunity. We ain't gonna change the world overnight, mate. But uh, so long as all that came with you are like-minded with you, I'm sure there won't be any problems. All the best with it. You're gonna have your hands full. And I reference, like, clearly referencing the blacksmith. Hmm. Like, looks like you got some dissenters, mate. Nothing we can't handle, or haven't handled before. Well, you know, in measure and he nods he says enjoy your evening uh, I should retire and he had, he heads off to cool. his room he's actually got a room at the other end but uh, they sort of let, let the iron guard take their thing so he sort of wanders out into the night cool, cool. I, I have a have finished my drink and then embarrassingly before last stump so I'm kind of like I think that might be it for me tonight Rick You'll have to enjoy the company of these fine ladies. They're, the they're giggling. They're all, by this point, I'm going to say, like, the one who's most interested had worked her way to being, like, hanging off your arm and, like, back to flirting again. Um, and the others are uh, giggling and flirting and egging you both on and asking you questions and, you know, are all bar the shades that big here? 
that sort of thing. It is quite common for the Bardashes given to the failing to be this size, yes. <laughs> they are quite standard. Uh, but I thank you for a lovely evening, but if Delvin is heading off to uh, bed, then I shall accompany him and look after the little one. Oh, don't worry, girls, he won't be accompanying me to my bed. Why don't you let these girls come with you and uh, have a good night with her, mate? Well, you must focus. One of them sort of stumbles towards you and says, Well, if he won't, maybe I could. Uh, I give it like a really bad. I'm flirting with everyone. I give a really. <laughs> Delvin gives a really bad bow, and then he's just like, "Alas, my dear lady, while you are as beautiful as the wildflowers blooming, the drink hath robbed me of my vigor, so to speak, <laughs> and I must retire." Uh, <laughs> Very wilt. well, suit yourself. Um, <laughs> and then they're looking a bit disappointed. They were like hoping that all this like. Playfulness would lead somewhere, but yeah, you're both sort of being walk awayers. I'm sorry, but there's a certain point where function is removed. <laughs> Delvin is going to pass out. Yeah, so uh, I go up and pass and the, la- the the mine. Yes, there's a bit of um, shaking of getting my key for my room. Uh, the naked loser bowls with he is cold and left alone. Door opens, shivers and shakes as he grows. The door shuts. They hear the clunking noise of, like, things. Don't bloody bother me until after an own. And then, like, what sounds like a dresser being overturned and then a, and then a flop <laughs> of someone collapsing on a bed. Love it. Brick, uh, you are greeted by Catalina, who has stepped down the hallway and sort of deftly closed the door and it clicked shut. Hello. Good evening. I'll look you up and down. Did you have a good night? It was fine. Right. Well, she's inside. She's sleeping. I'll leave you to it. Very well. I'm going to say I would have... <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Uh, I would have said that I would have taken a chair up with me and I'm literally just going to plonk it outside her door and sit down. All right. You head back down... Everything's pretty well cleared out. There's a couple of grey guard, one of which has passed out on the table, like, on his back. <laughs> he was, like, doing, like, drinking games and shots and stuff before, and he, uh, clearly that has uh, given him what he's paid for. Um, there's a couple of other people lingering, but everything's much quieter, and meanwhile the barkeep looks, like, exhausted, but quite uh, a mix of shaken, please, for a very successful night. He's never seen this much activity. Um but, yeah, you head down to go grab a chair and he sort of catches you and, and says, um, I'm sorry for the uh, outbreak. I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't abide such disrespect uh, to, to any of my guests, whether they're people from places I do or don't understand. So It is not your fault. And no physical altercations in sort. Good. Uh, a chair, huh? What's that for? I need to uh, attend and stay guard of my retinue. All night? Yes. You, st- you stay up? And, uh, it's a meditative sleep that keeps you aware. Fascinating. I must say I've never seen this much activity before, uh, but since you're one of the most sober ones walking away, I might as well uh, 
thank you for helping keep things light. And he holds out his hand to shake it. That's a weird experience. How? I feel like... You've still got your... (laughs) I feel like people aren't going to, you know, shake a slave's hand very often. Mm -hmm. What did I say? You said shake a slave's hand. I didn't say slake a shave. (laughs) No. Cool. I don't know. I turned that around Yeah, he's he's being... He's... uh, He feels... He seems to be admiring you. Yeah, I'll I'll shake his hand real awkwardly. Yeah. Do keep... uh, do keep your wits about you as you travel. Where are you travelling to, might I ask? It is best if we did not tell you. All right. I've served a lot of Gradens in my day. Most of them are no arm. Some are. But as you saw with our Makua friend, even the locals can have their biases. Because all I'll say is, while you've got the young lady with you, She's certainly going to be the most vulnerable one. She stands out as much as you do. And the closer you get to the capital, the more of that bias you might experience. So, um, be cautious. Be safe. Always. And, uh, praise be the King of Flames. He looks at you with a very knowing nod, like, that's what you say as you're careful and moving into (laughs) territory where you need to be careful. Just like that, he says. I'm going to say subtlety's lost on me a little bit. He's not being very subtle. Yeah. Okay, roll a perception check. I'm going to say challenge level three. You don't quite get it. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) You think he's loyal to the king? Yeah, <laughs> literally. Okay. What, do, what does Brick feel about loyalty to this king? Brick has no loyalty to this king. But this king who apparently burned down the entire trading place you were part of and killed some of your kinsmen. So yep. does that change how you feel about this bartender? Not really. Okay. Honestly. Um, that makes sense. I feel like Brick, yeah, you'd be so familiar with the concept of, like, power hierarchy. Yeah. That it would just be normal. You would expect that he is a yeah. servant of the king, like yeah. you're a servant of your... Mm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Deference would be... Yeah, I can see, I can see that. All right. Mm. And you retire to your room. Everyone goes to sleep. Yay. Hooray. Awesome. <laughs> um, and I think we should, we'll carry on for the next morning. Um, you know, it's a fairly restless sleep, um, even though it's very quiet. Um, not much is happening otherwise, but there's a lot to think about, especially Catalina. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's on Catalina's mind at this point? Because of everyone you have experienced in one day, mm. you have seen magic twice for the first time you've seen you've witnessed magic once obviously in front of you with Mm -hmm. the growth of the plant Mm -hmm. and then later in the afternoon uh a prophecy yeah i think that catalina's kind of torn because she was sort of hoping that the fortune teller was legit and could sort of maybe confirm some of her suspicions 
but knowing she was pretty much a complete fraud that mm. that that couldn't happen. But something weird is definitely going on, and I think that Catalina's trying to sort of put like the threads together and go, "I that wasn't normal, as far as I'm aware." Yeah. So there's something different about me, and maybe that could be. I have the same ability as these other people. Part of something bigger. Mm. Yeah. But what that is, I don't know. But I think that, that somehow I'm afflicted. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to say you all rest. Uh, otherwise, uh, this would be the point at which... I'm going to give you all a destiny point. That was amazing role play from everyone. Um, and as we arrive to the next morning... I should have spent my damn destiny yeah, point. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm full. I'm topped up, baby. Yeah. Oh, no, I've only got two. Yay. Uh, Yay. That's good. Um, and Catalina, as the, as the as you wake up and the sun rises and uh, in your own room, mm-hmm. uh, you feel compelled to play some music. Great. I also would like to think that everyone's probably passed out and drunk, so I want to do it as early you as possible. You get up early. Great. Okay. So they can't hear me. Two. So you replenish two. I want you this time. So I've done a bit of your describing what you're playing, what you're feeling and how you're doing that. I want you to take over now and take me through what is Catalina's song this morning. And uh, So I want to play a song that describes um, where Medela's from. My brain's just gone completely blank. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like what the deserts would be like and what she's described of her, her life. Kind of try to see if I can play something that reminds her of home because that's what's in my mind. Yeah. I'm going to roll uh, perception for Medela. Mm-hmm. It is very early in the morning, so I'm going to give it a negative one. Yeah, but she didn't drink, so and she's a kid. She didn't drink and she's a kid. <laughs> Kids get up very early. Trust me, I know from roll. experience. No, she's a teenager. She won't be getting oh, up yeah. till 10 o'clock. Okay, yeah. that's fair. 14. It's, yeah, okay, that's fair. Would I also roll noting I'm outside their door? Yes. Uh, you obviously will have done your meditative... Sleep. I like um, how I just made that up. I'm going to give you the okay. same. No, I, I think that makes sense. I'm going to give you the same role. Uh, perception minus one. For both of you, it's challenge level three. Uh, yep. Cool. So Medela does uh, does pick up on that. We'll, we'll play that out later. Brick does not. <laughs> Brick once again falls asleep while yeah. trying not to fall asleep. <laughs> I'm good at that. Well, your race, need, your, your race yeah. needs sleep. Great at yeah. finding accommodation, really good at finding a meal on the fly. Picking up chips. Being a guard, uh, you know. <laughs> I, I think Brick is a classic, uh, I'm just having, I'm just resting my eyes case. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm in my meditation and I'm just going to rest my eyes. <laughs> You've totally convinced yourself this is an attentive meditative. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you just know is. how to sleep upright. So you're on a deep sleep. Yeah. I'm going to roll a, I'm going to roll a stealth. Check. He looks so stoic. Eyes closed. Uh, I'm going to say challenge level two for Medela. She successfully creeps out of her door and uh, walks past you and around and taps gently on uh, Catalina's door as she wraps up this song, which is interrupted in the last uh, threads of it. Uh, I'm going to put my harp away, put it back in the bag. And then I'll get up and answer the door and say, oh, good morning. Good morning. Now that was you again. What was what? You <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, what? <laughs> what? Subtle. I love it. <laughs> um, the music. This, 
the string sound, the sound of a desert flower. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, this town. Deception. This- Deception minus one. I'm going to say that um, there are some Thinisian men uh, that are great guy that are staying here, so maybe that's what you heard. Yeah, that's your that's your <laughs> line. That's Minus one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you still... Bam! Wait, oh, my God! I'm sorry, is that your deception roll? Yeah. 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 What the hell? That was insanely good. That was every success on seven dice. Yes. Wow. Yes. The chance. Ah, uh, well, Medalla only had five to roll with, so I'm not even going to bother. And she's like, "Oh, foolish me. Uh, I forgive uh, waking you up. <laughs> I was already awake. That's fine. Okay. Did Do you want to get some breakfast? That would be wonderful. Did you sleep well? I, I hope. Did I sleep well? No. No. Nope. I had nightmares. Um. Um, I think last night's that was proceedings. That was a destiny roll of two for a podcast. <laughs> um, I think last night's proceedings probably weigh heavily on everyone here. I feel the same, except, well, and she looks across at Brick. For most of us, heavily, <laughs> perhaps. I'm going to walk over to Brick and kind of like <laughs> shake my hand. His see glasses are like, <laughs> he looks, he could be eyes yeah. open. Yeah. Uh, I think only Medela would have known that. <laughs> so he could be just staring at the wall in front of him. Uh, I'm going to let you choose whether you are awake now or not. If you're walking up to me to wave your hands, yeah. I'm going to roll another perception sure, check. Yeah. Sure, sure. I'll, I'll you probably give you a challenge too. level three. three. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you yeah. are aware there's a hand in front of you waving. You respond by... Gently leaving your meditative state. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Are you hungry, large man? Medela said large man. I know. She she said it in your language. <laughs> it's a term of... Uh, I guess it's slightly more endearing. <laughs> it's slightly more endearing than brick. <laughs> Maybe. Hey, she called you a man, not a That's creature. True. That is true. So you would have taken that as a mark of respect. I'll take it. I'll take it. Sustenance is always required before a journey. Is it quite early in the morning? It's quite early. There is not much sound happening. I'm going to look over to Delvin's door and then I'll look back to Brick and Medela and say, uh, it's probably best that we leave him for a while. And Delvin is dead to the world. (laughs) And, a, and an astrally projected spirit floats down and gently rests its hand on, on Catalina's shoulder and says, you're a good hand. <laughs> and then fl- floats back into its unconscious body. <laughs> You've taken mercy on me. <laughs> Love it. Okay, yeah, well, you, you head down. You have a, a nice hearty breakfast. Um, uh the barkeep isn't up early because he had the late shift. So some of the junior staff have sort of gotten up and have been serving breakfast. A few friendly people make a, a large breakfast. And um, Medela informs them that one of their company would most likely require a very uh, hearty breakfast to be taken on a journey. Mm-hmm. So they pack up, pack one up, knowing that you were the party that have well and truly paid above what uh, you might request. Yeah. Uh, 
so they you do that and you have quite a nice breakfast. No one is around here. There's, a, there's the man, the grey guard is still on the table, <laughs> except it's just covered in like in vomit. He must Aww, have thrown up in the middle of the night. Buddy. But he's just like he is going to have a rough time when he comes to. And yeah, there's just like there's a couple of people who've gotten up early, um, but it's pretty empty, and there's, it's still being cleaned up. It was yeah. quite rambunctious last night. Um, I'm going to order. Well, I'm going to turn to Medela and say, "Do you mind if I order something for you for this morning?" What do you have in mind? Mm, I look at the menu and I want to order something that is essentially a sweet breakfast. Okay, like pancake. Yeah, the equivalent is or yeah, so sort of like a dough, sort of mixed with like yeah. why do honey do this and every time. Every single time. <laughs> as soon as it ticks to lunchtime, it's like, mm, I have a delicious waffle with a chocolate. Yep. Uh, order something sweet. The bartender comes over with a delicious syrupy, uh, crisp on the outside but moist on the inside, doughy sweet treat. Sweet with, aroma. Uh, yeah, you can smell the <laughs> warm honey and so you're going to go get lunch today. You're going to go pick it up for us. <laughs> okay, yeah. You'll enjoy yeah. a hearty breakfast. There's one packed for Delvin um, who, I'm going to say, l- while you guys are done and sort of packing emerges. No. No, you're just out. No, I'm done. Like, I'm cooked. <laughs> it, it, I'm basically, it, it's not going to be till noon All right, that I get up. We can fast track a little bit I just to noon, but... I just want to keep an eye out um, at the other inn and see when they're leaving with the girl, if I can see that at all. Okay. Um, so you say that again. So I want to, I want to situate us like near a window yep. where I can see the okay. other inn and so, see if I can see them leaving. All right. You get comfortable sort of downstairs and you guys are hanging out a little bit. Um, meanwhile, the activity starts picking up so outside – um, I'm going to say roll a perception check. Mm-hmm. The two of you who can perceive. I'll, I'm a daily can roll one. Do they have to walk down the street to see the other end or are they? Mm-hmm. can they see it from this end? Uh, yeah, it's a stone's throw away. This is the, like, the CBD, so okay. it's fairly central. They don't have to go outside. So you guys are sort of hanging about in... The entryway of this in waiting for present company to wake up. I say challenge oh. level three. Yeah. Oh, wow, you did. You got a really good perception check. Yeah, I'm like hot today. Okay, my Dallas is nothing. Oh point four percent chance of rolling. No, oh point seven five percent chance of rolling seven dice on seven or seven successes on seven dice. Well, that's where Rob's been for the last five minutes in his head. No, just looked at the cheat sheet. Are you being perceptive as well? I was going to say... Um, if it is okay, little one, I would like to go and uh, bathe. I am still covered in mud from the river. And, oh, so, of course. It would be your duty, of course. You are representing Velma. Thank you, mistress. You go off and clean up. Katarina, uh, I leave her in your charge. Give <laughs> a thumbs up. Okay. Uh, through the course of sort of waiting around and just getting to know some of the locals, so tell me about where you're hanging out, sort of the front of the downstairs inn area. Yeah. Cool, like the lobby, so yeah, to yeah. speak. Yeah. yeah. Um, people are sort of getting getting ready for the activities of today. I'm going to say later on in the morning at about 11, uh, you notice something you don't think much of at the time. 
until about half an hour later, a few people are running around outside frantically and sort of like freaking out a bit. Okay. Um, you're not sure what it's about. Um, they seem to be locals and there's uh, there's a grey guard who's like um, looking really like flustered and, and really worried and they start getting angry. Okay. I'm going to say turn to Medela and just say, stay here. I'll just be outside and I just want to literally pick my head out the door. And listen to what's going on. Okay, you pick it out the door. You got an incredible perception check. They are shrieking at him um, for something that he did, okay. and he's denying doing it. That's all you can. That's all you can gather from where you're at, and you've only just gotten a, caught an attention of it. Okay, so they're screaming at a grey guard. Is that oh, a grey a grey guard? Um, okay, they're coming from the direction of the of the fortune teller's house. Okay, um, I'm going to do a magic thing. <gasps> do a magic? Mm-hmm. So freedom motion, is that the first one? Yes. Yep. Yep. But who are first. you doing it on? They are displaying their emotions very loudly. <laughs> There's not much, like everyone yeah. can read their emotions just saying. Yeah. <laughs> like you, I, you won't get anything new from a check that... Risking mana. But I need to pass that one first in order to... To affect the emotion, yes. Yes. So if you want to affect their emotion, you can. Is it easier for me to affect one person versus a group? Yes. Okay. I'm going to... I'm going to affect the guard. Okay. Yeah. Just... Who's looking really worried and, like, uh, shocked. Mm -hmm. Um. Uh, worried that these people are shrieking at him, and he has no, he looks really like baffled. Yeah. All right. So read emotion first. Read emotion first. Challenge level one, which you succeeded. Yep. Then, what do you want to do? You um, read as you reach your uh, and connect with his emotions. He's, he's a good distance away. It'd take you know thirty seconds to run up to him. Um, so and you, you have to get close to you. No, no, no. I'm just sort of saying if you. Wanted to, I'm just trying to give uh, a sense of distance. So you're not near, uh, you're near enough that you can hear the shrieking and some of the words, yep. but you can much more clearly now connect with his emotional state. He is shocked and confused. He's more than anything, he's like really confused. Uh, okay. And from what you can tell, there's nothing disingenuous. He feels sincere in his, in his state. Okay. Um, I look over at Medela and she's still sitting at the she's table. She's looking up at you like, what's going on? All right, I'm going to motion again just to like be like, like a dog, to be like stay, um, and then I'm going to get approach him. As I do, so you're walking up. Medela starts to follow. She's not going to stay there by herself. Okay, all right, that's fine. Um, I'm going to go up to him straight okay. away. And you walk up and just say. You got a firm grasp on his emotions. And he looks at you and is like, no, 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 I, I, I did nothing, I swear. I was just standing guard. I, I was assigned like, right. there for... It's all right. For- Everything's okay. And I turn to the people that are screaming at him. They're not letting at the moment, but they look at you like, he killed... What's that name again? Elspeth! Elspeth was murdered during the night and this grey guard standing... There was okay. a dagger found in, in her torso. A guard Ooh. dagger. Okay, I'm going to shift to emotion. Can I do it on the crowd? There's uh, say crowd. There's like three people. Oh, can I do so it? On the- it's early. There's a there's a, a, lots of distant people watching. Uh-huh. 
it has only just now been heard what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, a few people just, like, someone in the distance like, what they, what did, what's happened to Elspeth? Yeah, okay. So, um, so now there is starting to be a bit of a... A, a crowd starting to yeah. listen in. Okay, I want to shift emotion of the people that are in my very close vicinity. Yep. I just, I was, like, not here and now I'm here. And I just oh. caught what was the okay. end of what was happening. I was, like, <laughs> I, was, I was talking to Twitch chat. You might start, this might be a... a, a Rousing sort of noise that might be waking you up. Okay, yeah. There's a lot of shrieking happening outside. You're standing out there. Medela is halfway between you and the inn and not knowing Mm, where to be exactly. Uh, But you're there to, uh, you have connected to his emotions. You Mm -hmm. can connect to more, but that's a separate check. What would you like to do? I'll make that check. To to connect to more emotions? Correct. Okay, so you've got him Mm -hmm. in your grasp. Mm -hmm. With your other hand, Mm -hmm. you can grasp the others. Uh, Challenge level two to. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the choice. Challenge okay. level two for I'm gonna say the five people in your nearest vicinity. Mm-hmm. Uh, three for everyone you can see, because the emotion is gonna be very similar and it's all within. There's not a huge amount of people. There's like I'm gonna say total like twenty, mm. um, but there's a cluster of five or so that are closer. I'm gonna do the cl- the ones that are closest to me. Okay, challenge and level two. Sort of started it for the read. Uh, so you got two. All right. So uh, a lot of shock. A little more distant. You feel it sort mm-hmm. of like a, a rousing shock and uh, I'm going to say um, not quite fear, but like... Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then immediately at you, it's rage and it's fear and it's terror and it's yep. anger. It's a wild mix. Okay. So what do you do? I want to soften their emotion because... I want to find out what's happened, yeah. but I don't want them to go crazy. <laughs> to calm the guard down, challenge level one. Yep. To calm these five immediate very raging people, challenge mm-hmm. level three. Okay. It's a very strong emotion. Yeah, you know They're that's They're very, okay. very, very angry. It would take a lot to, to, to calm them, to that's... be reasonable, um, and there's a few of them. That's all right. Let's give it a shot. Give it a shot. You're going for the three? Going for the three. Challenge level three with three dice. You fail all three. You fail all three. Should have doubled destiny. In a frantic uh, response to this situation, perhaps even taken aback by the wild nature of the emotions that you're feeling, like these people who are in a fight or flight state and deciding to fight, but frantically and fearfully, you're a little shocked. Sometimes that emotion affects you a little bit. And as you go to soothe it, your magic is sort of like so inefficient, sort of like mm. you can feel it sort of slipping out of your grasp and you, you do manage to soothe them all. They, you calm them, but you feel yourself completely empty of your ability to grasp and, and control this stuff. But can you use a destiny point to hold on you to a You can use a destiny point to... Yes, thank you for yeah, reminding me I that. Yes, we broke, had a conversation last time. We did out, time, out, yeah. out of game, yes. You can use a destiny point to reserve one. So you can basically save one that would have been spent with a destiny point. Let's do that. That sounds great. Cool. (laughs) Cool. So that drops me to two. So in your awareness of what's happening, you sort of latch onto the last, sort of like try and pull it all together. You reserve a little bit of your ability to to do a little bit more magic, but you've lost quite a lot very quickly in this panic. That's cool. Um, But everyone just does chill very quickly as you, I'm assuming, sort of, perform the yep. need to do that as you yeah so play that out for me um so i'm gonna turn to him 
the, the grey guard and ask what he's, what's he saying? Uh, uh, Marcus, I, I um, uh, with the grey guard, uh, who, who are you? He looks really frazzled. Marcus. Yeah, yes. Can you, can you take me to Elspeth, please? To El- The fortune I- teller's house. He looks like, and you still have a grasp on his emotions. Mm-hmm. He's scared. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't want to go back. Um, he says, I should get my, um, I, I should get the general, I uh, should get uh, right, someone I'm- senior. I, uh, he's okay, so out before, of his depth. He's I- like, I was just stationed to guard some old lady overnight. What is happening? Okay, before I lose him, I'm going to turn to the people and say, um, everything's okay. I'm going to deal with this. I saw Elspeth yesterday and she was fine. We need to look into this. But first, I need to question this man. Yeah. You have a flash in... Oof. Okay. That was a seven. That really, really good perception check you rolled way back that I said would come into play later. Mm. A memory comes back to you of something that happened half an hour, 40 minutes before all this commotion started. You saw a figure on the rooftops like almost like a cat. Um, like a, you thought it was a black cat at the time, but you think back and it's like, maybe that was a, maybe it was a person or a burglar or something. At this point, I see I'm going crazy because I'm hearing voices and I'm seeing <laughs> things. <laughs> it's all happening to Catalina. Okay. Um, um, you, it, for some reason, that just comes back into your head. For some reason, you're making a weird subconscious connection, but it, they came from a rooftop directly connected to that house and that's all that's all you remember and it's almost like did I actually see something mm, but great. all of a sudden that pops into your head okay magic senses tingling <laughs> I'm gonna sit this guy down he sits in the, on the floor in the middle of it people are stopping shouting but they're still like poking a point they're you soothe their emotion from an extreme like a group of five people from a wild extreme mm-hmm. to a begrudging like it's still pushing Anger, like they're angry, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's really contained. Uh, it's only going to hold as long as you're holding it. Okay. So you're still using your magic to like keeping them, them in this place where they're not shrieking at him so you mm. can talk to him, but mm. it's taking a lot. It's yeah. using it. In fact, that's all your manager yeah. being expended is just like holding all of this energy in place or this emotion in place so you can sort of get your bearings. He sits cool. down in the middle. He's starting to have a bit of a breakdown. He's just sort of, sort yeah. of shaking and he's tearing up. Yeah. It's just like... I, I was just doing my job. I, I swear, I wasn't. I did, would never. I would never hurt someone. It's fine. Take a deep breath. Come. I didn't even see her. I didn't even see her until they came in and checked. And who? And who the, was they? The, 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 her family, her children. These, I, I believe they're related. I okay. escorted them in, and they. Oh, Where? oh God! What have I? I didn't. I didn't. What's the name of the commander again? The Which one? So there's the captain and the mm. general. The captain is of the captain of the Grey Guard who bullied her last night. Mm. The general was the one who made the announcement who leads the Iron All Guard. Right. I tell him that he should go report to his general wherever he is, unless he's left town he would already. report to the captain. Then of the Grey Guard. To the captain, yeah. Which is going to be fun. Tell him he who was the one intimidating his... her last night. So that is... Yeah. I tell him he needs to go report this to his captain. I... He trusted me to to speak to her, to no sorry he trusted me to to watch over her and I failed and he spoke to her last night he saw her last and I'm I'll be blamed I'll be hanged it'll be fine I sworn loyal to the king to the king I would never I would never Jeez. 
This poor guy. Um, it's good role playing. You get a destiny point. <laughs> I am the destiny point. <laughs> Sorry, go on. What's Brick doing? I, I want to know. He's, sh- he's, he's like, he's whatever anything threatening happens. I'm just sitting there. Brick's like, I'm a maypole. Medaila's just standing downstairs. Medaila's in the street, so halfway between the tavern and. I say to him, you have a choice. You can either walk away from it all now or report to your captain. Whatever you do, it is your decision, but I can't be in part of this. It's just, he's like, I can't walk away from it. If I walk away, I'll be killed. If I report back, I'll be killed. I'm cornered. I can't do anything. You're making this very hard. I'm sorry. No, I'm kidding. He's calmer. <laughs> he's just really, really scared. I... Say to him. I'm gonna take well, you a- didn't calm him, by the way. You calmed everyone else. Yeah. Well, that was your role. And now I can't. So yeah. It's all good. I'm going to take him by the hand, like hold his hand, yeah. and then his arm as well, and say, let's go inside. I gesture to the inn and say, I think that you just need to sit down and relax for a few minutes. We've got to work this all out. But everyone is standing around looking at him like. That's fine. And you guide him to the inn and they're sort of following at a distance. That's fine. Um, I push him in and then is Kale around? Probably not, I imagine, if, if he's no, he, just No, he will have had a... Uh, he, he might be getting up soon. Most people, he even had a late night. He wasn't drinking, obviously. Um, so I'm going to say, yeah, he, he sort of wanders in. Okay. Look. I'm going to... What's all this commotion then? I sit the guy down, hand him a glass of water or just whatever's around, um, I turn to Kale and I kind of, out of earshot of this guy who's having a mental breakdown, and I say, um, I'm not sure what's happened, but it seems like, unfortunately, Elspeth, she's no more. What? Come with me. We need to go investigate this. Kale's? That's his auntie. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, you brought the card to his in. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, sorry, go on. What do you do? Mm-hmm. I tell him that yeah. I don't think he's responsible. He was stationed out front. How good? What do you mean she's no more? We need to go investigate. That's all I know. <laughs> Are you awake yet? I don't know. Am I? Have I been awake? Do you want to roll for it? Okay. Is anyone... You can roll for it or you can decide. It's like midday at this point. Okay, if it's like midday, then I'm probably awake. And there's commotion and stuff, so... is is I just want to make it that Brick is walking back past my room from his bathroom. He's got like a little towel and a rubber ducky. Well, you're probably dressed again. Can we be doing that? Yeah, yeah. Are we happy with that? Yeah, yeah. He's gone to get his... You hear a banging from inside Delvin's room. I go and attend the door. And do you say anything? To, uh, to, uh, to the door. <laughs> it's from the inside of my door. Uh, yes. Brick, is that you? Yes, it is I. Some drunk idiot seems to have bloody overturned a bookshelf in front of my goddamn door. Can you open it? <laughs> I, I will try. I attempt to heave the door out of the <laughs> Like a shelf knocked over in front Challenge of the door. Challenge level three. Uh... Strength what would athletics, it be? Probably. Yeah, athletics. Athletics or grip. Take your pick. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie's level? Three. 
Boop, boop, boop. Four. Yeah, there's you, a grinding uh, sound. Wrench this, yeah, this uh, floorboards are scratched and things oh, are moved no. out of the way, but uh, the door is wrenched open and it wasn't. Ma- th- whatever drunk person got into this room and upturned yeah. things I was, was watching uh, your door all night. There was no drunk person in the room other than yourself. Uh, I don't believe that for a second. Uh, I, Delvin just looks like hair is just like matted and like <laughs> a sheen of oil and down in, like just. And I'm wearing yesterday's clothes, and I'm just like bit pale, bit pale a little bit, like just beaded with sweat, and just like, where's my breakfast? Roll an endurance Ooh. check. <laughs> that's fair. Oh, that's not even my character sheet. That's I'm going to say a challenge. That's level Jen's character three. sheet for a one shot for yourself. That is a very high challenge. It level. is. You were very heavily drinking. I get two, and I'm going to make a destiny point. I want a six. I don't want. I need to be on point. Okay. I'm going to spend a destiny, and All I'm right. going to. It's success. like you, uh, Yeah. Cool. I re, I ref, I'm rallying hard. I okay. need my breakfast. All right. Delvin, breakfast time. You should probably bathe. You smell like cow milk left in the sun for <laughs> far too long. Okay, we'll get to that after the breakfast, and then I storm downstairs. Yeah. And there is a brick into like a. A bag like wrapped and tied up, a, like beautiful. Yeah, but as I get downstairs, I see. Yes, it is, right? uh, and just as uh, Kale is looking shocked and about to walk out um, with Catalina, but gl- looking at this Greyguard confused and trying to put things together, uh, Delvin dishevelled sort of stumbles down the stairs. Yep, what's what's going on here? Uh... I agree. What is going on here? Delvin, I'm glad you're awake. One of the women from the crowd steps forward. He's like, brother? Yes? What? What's... You... Do you know what they're talking about? Elspeth's dead. A grey guard dagger in her heart. She looks at him like knowing what this effect is going to have on him. Mm. And he just... Is speechless. Is shocked. He doesn't. He there is no response immediately. It's like that can't be. It can't be. Oh, I I don't believe you. Now I know we've had our issues in the past, but this is one where we must align. They killed Elspeth. I I. He looks searchingly like. He's he looks completely lost. Like what happened? Delvin in it like sort of collapses a little bit into the wall, like in a bit of shock and clearly still. And then he uh, he just says, so this is what happens when they say no. When? When who says no? What's going on? What, it's, it's, what happened to Elspeth? He looks at the guard and he says, what help happened to Elspeth? You were in my inn last night. You were... You were stationed at our door, you said. You said he was stationed at the door. He looks at you. He was stationed at my Aunt Elspeth. This man. Speak up! Well, I don't know. This, this bartender who had been respectful and been mm. really gracious, yeah. it shouts at you, speak up! <laughs> I turn around and I leave. He, I, I stumble forward to the bar, like, a bit closer. I'm like, they... They were, you told me yesterday, man, that they were investigating her powers. 
he looks at the grey guard square and grabs him. He's uh, like, yeah, he's a grey guard and he's got mm. like some armor. But this is like a, a big, big tavern, yeah. tavern bartender <laughs> guy who's thrown many a people out of the pubs and this is just some kid who's practically wet in his pants already and he just lifts him up. He's like, you snap out of it and take me to Elspeth right now. Yeah, and he's just a, and he wets himself. <laughs> uh, he he collapses. It's like I didn't do it. I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. And he slaps him in the face. Like take me no, like and throws him like to walk in front. And there's a very odd procession that occurs, where a whimpering, crying grey guard with a wet patch on his pants is walking towards Elspeth's oh house gosh. with a crowd of quiet onlookers after a very restless night in an ethereal kind of weird otherworldly way walks disbelievingly behind a crowd of now 20, 30 people but closest to them uh, uh, not McCure, uh, Kale and some of those people. Uh, what do you What do you guys do? You're following Delvin along. Looks, you're heading um, off. Delvin looks a bit serious for a moment. Oh, like Brick, did you want to do something? What well, if I if I got downstairs and saw there was a commotion, I would have immediately like left Delvin in the dust and just gone straight to Medela's side. Yeah, yeah. You are by Medela's side. Cool. Hand on her shoulder. She nods approvingly. Oh, we gotta leave. I've already left. You just walked out. As of the soon tavern. as he started yelling at me, yeah, okay. I've, I'm gone. So I'm you're all turning to each other. I look at yeah, I look at Brick and I'm just like. That's the powder in the keg, ain't it, mate? We gotta get out of here before the grey guards start, you know, persecuting more folk. Very well, let's be off. I grab my bag of breakfast and my things. And you all get out of town? Bustle outside, but I have one um, one stop. I want to beeline straight to the blacksmith's house. Okay, you're gonna have to glean where that is from Brick and Medela. Or Medela. We didn't... Have I? Is it? Isn't it a pretty? Like, is it fairly prominent? That is there one blacksmith or more than one? Oh, this. Okay, I can just ask. Where does the blacksmith live, Brick? It is down the street to the left. Cool. Where? Where? Yeah, I I head to where Brick directs me. He's been there. Yeah. So you end up. You know. You you take a a alternate route to the outskirts of town via the blacksmith's house, who's on the edge of the town, sort of on the side. You arrive, uh, knock at the door, mm-hmm. and after some time, a very dishevelled, almost looking as bad, bad as, as you did, except yep. he, his destiny didn't quite save him from yep. <laughs> from uh, being able to replenish himself. So he is hung over, and he opens the door and is like, oh, you lot, look, I, I don't know what I actually did last night, but I'm not, I... <sighs> Just go away. Mate, well, I got one. I'm leaving now, but the Grey Guard, they killed old Elspeth. What? He, di- he didn't even hear what you're saying. He's like, no, you know, I'll see you. I'll, I'll be out at some point. I'm, shop's closed for the I day. I quite firmly, like, shake the door, like, bang the door there. so he snaps his attention. Yeah. I'm like, the, oh, what? the Grey Guard, they killed the old fortune teller. She said no when they asked her to them to come. Wait. No. Not old Elspeth. When you come to your bloody senses, you'll see it. But this town's a Graydon town, and they're going to need you. The Graydon... Uh, uh, sorry, the Barrowin. This town's a Barrowin town, and we are going to need you. So well, be strong, mate. You can't be for sure. What are you talking about? 
go into Elspeth, town and find out for yourself. That innocent little old lady who pretended to tell people their futures. Never harmed no one. Oh. Sorry, he's got more of a Scottish. I keep yeah. losing the accent. Never harmed no one. I'm you just, can't be serious. Go find out. But I'm saying, well, I could tell you're a man who's got the barrel's fire in his he heart. He ignores you as he rolls up yeah. his sleeves and just walks past you. He's like, I can't stand all this blood, bloody activity. And as he walks off um, and Delvin heads back to rendezvous with the thing and he storms off, I can't stand the bloody activity. There's a brief moment where a little smirk crawls across Delvin's face and he walks back to the group. Okay. And everyone is at the edge of town, semi-packed and ready for the day, but somewhat interrupted. I'm going to Destiny roll how that affects your readiness to travel. You got a Poorly. seven. So you're not quite equipped for the journey for the to the next town. You're not as ready as you'd like to be. You would have liked to have planned and prepped a little bit with Delvin, who's um, had a bit of experience with some of this stuff before. Um, some of your supplies were a little left behind in the random sort of scuffle. So no you should be able to get to the next town, which is a major town, mm. um, but it's late in the day. Mm. It's midday. So you won't get there today. Unless you travel through the night, you're going to have to set up camp halfway through. So Cool. We'll journey on. That's where we leave this chapter, which was quite a lengthy one. Yeah. Let us know in the comments if that's too much. Is two hours too much or is it great? Do you want longer? Yeah. Do you want a five-hour session? No, you don't. You Ten don't hour. No. Campaign in a day, 24-hour stream. Dave was complaining about being hungry like an hour ago. <laughs> I've got to eat my tummy. Look, I have a menu up on my computer right now. I just based Delvin off me. <laughs> we need a bloody drink. It's Irish Dave. Mm. We um we can't go without two things. One, thanking our patrons. <gasps> wait, hang on. Wait, where uh, are they? Okay, wait, uh, 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 patrons. Wait, hang where on. are they? Hey, I can't do the. Go. Wait. No, I've got to t- hang on. What? Uh, you have to go right. Ha! Refer- yeah, there you are. Hey, oh. there you go. Yay. That's how it- I was like, I'll make a note to edit this out. I'm like, what? And save like 20 seconds in a two-hour session. I'll leave it. It's fine. Thank you. Happy birthday, Luke. Been- <laughs> I don't think it's been updated. Anyway. It hasn't up. Yeah. Go re- refresh the cache. Okay. We're going no, a freshie. No, no, this one will only update if it's done manually. Not Can you just- manually do it? Okay. The Dark Fox, Professor X, 1718. We will update That's this right now. Angel's Tarot. Nick. Tickle Duck. AJ Macy. Thank you all so much for your support. We will see you in the after party, which we have after every roleplay session on Discord with our wonderful patrons for their incredible support making all this stuff possible. Uh, but thank you all so much for watching this video. Yeah. That was a pretty hefty session. It's interesting. Oh, it's it's, it's so interesting because we, we got pitched medieval and I'm like, cool, medieval, swords, fighting. <laughs> nah. Drinking, travelling. There's opportunity. For, yes. like, all it takes is like a not, little bit of pushing things. I think because the players are together. dealing with everything quite uh, politically and emotionally. Well, um, if if our friend whose name, or I like, I mean, this down. commotion that's happening now could certainly lead to fighting, but the whole part is like we're walking away now. So we're, it's you know, it can happen if you want it to happen. It's it, not it, our fight. It will happen. Yeah. And hey, you're traveling uh, and camping the night in uh, next to a place with ha- has some risky activity happening. So let's find out what happens in the next yeah. chapter. Yeah, Delvin might have to. Put up his bloody cuffs and give a bit of a fisty cuff. Yeah. Oh, and I'm going to make a secret destiny roll 